Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 131, the one where Bob tells me where this whole snack phrase All came right. from. Because it's okay. really been bothering me. I, it's bad <laughs> enough I'm, I'm an old man, and I don't know what the kids are what, talking wait, about. Why, though? Because like every, every ad for Wolf Den Apparel, our brand new clothing line, where you can get awesome, <laughs> awesome clothing like this shirt and this sick hat, you can get it at wolfdenapparel.com. Every ad you do for it, you say you can look like a whole snack. All right, maybe like two. Yeah. Not <laughs> like everyone, but... So it's, um, so it's an internet thing. Okay. It's a thing. All okay, because right? I spend a lot of time on the internet. I've never heard it. You've never seen it before, No. Ever. You look like a whole, you look like a snack. That girl looks like a snack. Okay. You know? You get right. it? Yeah. Like I could I, just eat you up. I get it. <laughs> I don't like it, but I get it. So I'm still trying. it's an internet thing, yeah. but particularly... Aegon, I don't know. Oh, you've met him in real life, actually. Yes. So uh, he's frequents the chat mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Frequents the Twitch streams, twitch.tv slash Wolfden. And that's how you're an OG if you frequent the Twitch streams. Yeah. Uh, he'll just pop in and go, oh my God, whoa, Bob, you're not going to believe this. Looking like a whole snack today. <laughs> <laughs> like, he'll just do that a lot. So that's where that came from. Okay. Five dollars from Burgundy Burnouts. Will wants to know why he's such a snack. I do, I do. I always thought of myself as more of a lunch, but <laughs> if, I'll take a snack. A full, a full five course meal. Yeah. Um, Aegon also showed me a meme the other day that said, um, uh, "My face when I look in the pantry and realize that I'm the only snack in the house." <laughs> <laughs> So that's why. And apparently it's S-N-A-C-C, like okay. thick. Yeah. Snack. I gotcha. Because that, that's, that's how you spell People it. People were telling me I spelled it wrong. I don't yeah. know. But hello, everybody. Hello, Sam Madden. Hello, uh, J-W. Hello, the Cyberquake. AJ, of course, Viper. Uh, Grimhane. Hello, everybody. Hello, anyone and everyone who is here. Uh, got a couple things to talk about. We do. Um, I guess, did I want to? No, I didn't want to say anything. I have nothing to say. But so right off All the right. bat. Uh, oh, and then we got Meowsies. Wow, you're not going to... Will, you're not going to believe this. Looking like a whole snack. I don't believe it. <laughs> right off the bat, let's talk about Nintendo. Of course. Their final lawsuit. Of course. Yes. They, they are good at that. to do that. They're good at lawsuits. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's a big one. So they haven't been very uh, appreciative of ROM sites. No, no, sir. A lot of ROM sites that I've frequented, mm-hmm. I think MU Paradise is one of them. Yeah. They will take down Nintendo stuff. Or was right. it ROM? One of them. One of them. Just stopped having Nintendo stuff yeah. on the site because they're like, we don't want to deal with this crap anymore. So this is from Ars Technica Nintendo to ROM sites. Forget cease and desist. Now we're suing. Nintendo's attitude towards ROM releases, either original games, files, or fan-made edits, has often erred on the side of litigiousness. Are you proud of me for that? Yeah, it's but a big in boy most word. cases, the game producer has settled on cease and desist orders or DMCA claims to protect its IP. This week saw the company grow bolder with its legal action as Nintendo of America filed a lawsuit on Thursday seeking millions in damages over classic games files being served via websites. 
The Arizona suit, as reported by Torrent Freak, alleges barren and mass brazen. scale... Brazen. Brazen? It's a very and, different word. <laughs> and mass scale infringement of Nintendo's intellectual property rights by the site's Love Rom and Love Retro, which is apparently, presumably the same site. Uh, these sites combine ROM downloads and in-browser emulators to deliver one-stop gaming access and lawsuit includes screenshots and interface explanations to demonstrate exactly how the site's users can gain access to, quote, thousands of Nintendo video games, related copyright works, and images. I've never heard of these websites before. Me neither. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not the only one then. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Nintendo is seeking serious money as relief for alleged damages, with the biggest number coming from 150000 for inf the infringement of each Nintendo copyrighted work, and up to $2 million for the infringement of each Nintendo trademark. Uh, multiply that figure by, quote, thousands of copyrighted works, and, well, that's a lot of zeros. Yeah. Uh, additionally, Nintendo has requested for full disclosure of the operator's receipts and dis uh, disbursements, profits and loss statements, advertising revenue, donations and cryptocurrency revenue, and other financial materials. So basically all of the books. Yeah. Which relates to the suit's demand for a, quote, reward to Nintendo for whatever profit the site's made. The lawsuit makes a point of describing the named defendants as, quote, not casual gamers, but, quote, sophisticated parties with an extensive knowledge of Nintendo's intellectual property and the video game industry more generally. It is possible that the suit uses this language to explain why some ROM sites operators may not draw the same legal fire. Additional alleged paths to revenue may not help matters for the named defendants, as Nintendo alleges that the operators, quote, enrich themselves through, among other things, donations, requests, and the sales of advertising space. After the suit was filed, Love ROMs was updated to remove all Nintendo affiliated links, including ROMs and emulators, and the site announced on its social media channels that, quote, all Nintendo titles have been removed from our site, loveretro.com, now redirects to a single text-only page that I will put on screen right now. So... Oh, read the super chat. All right, five dollars from Burgundy Banhouse. Because of this news, I went and spent an hour downloading a ROM for every game that matters. <laughs> Pretty smart. Um, and then one dollar from Frick, just a dollar. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so Love Retro now just shows this white screen that says Love Retro has been shut down until further notice. Mm -hmm. And then Love ROMs, same screen. It says Love ROMs has been shut down. Okay. Period. No, no further, further notice, notice. Nothing. It's that's it. Right, right, right. We're done here. Carry on. So, this kind of started a firestorm. Yeah, on the internet, I can, I as can it always imagine. does. Especially Izzy was going off. <laughs> Izzy was going off. Yeah. Um, because oh, five five sloops. No, these these are these are British uh, ducats. Ducats. Okay. Five ducats. Watch the podcast every week during breaks at work and stuff. Odd, but great to watch it live finally. Keep up the, sp the spiffing <laughs> work chaps love from London. 
Thank you so much for adding British colloquialisms yeah, to you. your... <laughs> thank you for is... proving yes. where that money came from. Um, so, the que- the, a lot of people love ROMs. Yes. Because not only are they able to steal games for free, but because they archive games. Yes. A lot of these games you can't play anywhere else. Exactly. Or in any other way. Right, correct. A lot of the time it is the easiest way... To play a retro game. Yes. Well, yeah. it's all, it's always the easiest. Usually, well, okay. It, it's, it depend, it's usually depends the, on the Depends on the system. Because like anything past the Super Nintendo, it starts to get harder and harder to replicate. Um, sure. You know, some some games just run better on original hardware. And I, I uh, you're right. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes it's the easiest way to play right. these games. Um, Sometimes these games don't exist physically. Exactly. Like yeah. with uh, uh, Star Fox 2 for years. Years, yeah. For what, 30 years? Uh, 20, 20 years, years. yeah. We, we had no Star Fox 2, mm-hmm. but you could play it in an emulator in almost completed yeah. form. Um, A lot of uh, f- ROMs are, you know, f- fan creations, like either hacks or translations. Uh, famously, Mother 3, the third Earthbound game, has never been ported over to the U.S., so fans took the ROM, the Japanese ROM, translated it to English, and you can play the full game in English, no problem, through ROMs. Uh, there's a really good ROM of Sonic 3 and Knuckles called Sonic 3 Complete, where they take the whole game, stitch it together, and actually will reorder the levels in the original uh, level pass level way. What do you mean? Like, the way you play Sonic 3 and Knuckles, that's not the original intended level order. It's not. It's not. I didn't know this. Yeah. So This is all blowing my mind. Sonic 3 Complete, not only is it both games in one, it reshuffles the levels in the proper, proper order. Looks like I'm downloading a new ROM. I, will, I have it. I'll send it to you. Good. Uh, we'll do that now. Nintendo doesn't like those ROM hacks either. Nintendo doesn't like anything... Of you, any way for you to download their games, you know, from the internet to play on your computer, they they want you to pay them to to play their games. The problem is they're very bad at that. Yeah, <laughs> they're not very good at releasing their retro lineup. You know, we had the Wii Virtual Console, which was good. We had the Wii U Virtual Console, which was not as good. And as of right now. We have no way of legally playing Super Mario Brothers on the Switch. And right now, if you want it, the easiest way to play Super, the original Super Mario Brothers is to download a ROM for it. On the Switch? On your computer. On your computer. Yeah. Oh, Unless, okay. If you're one of those people who can dig out their 3DS, do that. I doubt you own a Wii U. So, and also, the, the emulation on Wii U is terrible for NES games. Yes. So... Um, what was I going to say? Uh, there's a great ROM hack of Super Mario World where you get Cappy. Yes. And you can actually capture stuff. Yes. It's actually, it actually works very well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. It's just a regular game, but it just yeah. adds Cappy, which makes it, like, super easy. Um, but, yeah, Nintendo doesn't like that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so the argument is for game preservation. That's, what the, that's, that, that's a big part of it. You know, because, like you said, there are a lot of games that you just can't play anymore like a lot of those great uh license titles just don't exist like you can't those will never get reproduced the problem is that you're still stealing the game is it, <laughs> at, least, at least when you buy it used somebody at one point bought it 
Right, but is it stealing if the company that made the game doesn't make money on it anymore? Um, it, so, now we're in the gray area. Yeah. Um, well, no, at one point they made money on it. Well, I'll, If you're buying a used one. If you you're know? buying a used one, but that company doesn't make money on that anymore. Right. I'll give you an example. So, you have... It's still a physical product right. in the world, you know? So, you have Batman on NES. It was made by Sunsoft. I don't think Sunsoft is a company anymore. That, and that's where it is. Like, if the company still holds the rights to the game, okay, then you then it's stealing. Okay, but if the company is absolved and has no rights to anything, then it could just go up on the internet for everybody. Okay, you know, I think there should be more stuff like that, like, um, like all that unseen sixty four stuff, right? Or if you if you. Subscribe to Digino you know, Gaming. They have a show called On C- yeah, 64. Yeah. That's also a website that has all of this great stuff from games that were never released. Like, mm-hmm. I want to play the Rogue Squadron that was going to... Oh, the Rogue uh, Squadron no, I'm collection? Sorry. Uh, the Rogue Squadron game that ended up a- turning into a Pilot Wings game that ended up turning into something else that just... <laughs> it, and then just got destroyed. Okay. Same thing with uh, the Flash game, the Justice yeah, League yeah, game, yeah. The, the Superman game. Well, those, are, those are all uncompleted stuff. I'm talking about things that you used to be able to play as a kid, but now you want to play it again and there's no easy way to get it. Right. You know, like all those Konami Ninja Turtles games, Konami doesn't have the Ninja Turtles rights anymore. No, nobody's putting those games out. Nobody is currently making money off of Turtles in Time. So... Oh, that's on the Super Nintendo Classic, isn't it? No. It's not? No. Ooh. They probably couldn't get it. Yeah. But, like, if you, right now, if you wanted to play Turtles in Time, you have to find a working Super Nintendo, and you have to hunt down a copy of it that currently goes for, like, $50 on eBay, maybe more. But whoever holds the rights to the Ninja Turtles franchise. Right. Is the ones you would have to shake down. It's to get currently that. Activision. Activision has in no way, shape, or form done anything with Turtles in Time specifically. Well, the, the, I don't want to play any of the new, the new Activision crap. I want to play Turtles in Time. You have to take it up with Activision then. I have to actually go to Activision, a company yes. that's definitely not going to listen to me. <laughs> well, that's Activision's fault. Right. You know? It's still stealing because they hold the rights to Ninja Turtles. You see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I right? see what you're saying. I'm not saying it's fair. Yeah. I'm just saying that's how it is. Um, with, with in the case of something like uh, I don't know what's a what's a company what's a game that's a unique IP that just the company absolved. What Pulse Man is Pulse Man a, a game? I think that's a treasure game. Treasure still around? Yeah. Okay. Hudson's not around. Hudson's owned by that. Konami. They're owned by Konami. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So everything. They, yeah. So Bomberman. Yeah. Oh. Uh, f- Acclaim. Acclaim. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're gone. I'm trying to think. Uh, only, only I know this game. <laughs> Acclaim's Aggressive Inline. It was like their okay. rollerblading game. They're yeah. into Tony Hawk. Who owns that? Well, no one's going to come after you if you, if you. If I get Aggressive if, Inline. If you put it online. Right. No one's going to come after you. No one's going to come after you. Right? Theoretically, yes. So like those. That's. A perfect case for archiving. Right. Somebody should make a, a, a legitimate game archiving site where, where they only put legal stuff I'm up. Sure, I'm sure there is somewhere. But like that, the problem is it's all this... 
you know, a lot of a lot of those things are unfinished ROMs, incomplete dumps. You know, like like the Flash game you were talking about. Like DC probably still has a stake in that. Yeah, somewhere. Warner Brothers has a stake in that, obviously. So, you know, they could come and say, "Hey, take that down. It's our IP." Right. So, somebody's got a Robin Hood that though. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Like, listen, I support stealing games when they when it's the only option you know yeah like you gotta do what you gotta yeah. do also too, remember it is 100 percent legal if you own the game to download a rom because you are you are legally allowed to own a digital backup of your video games not according to nintendo of course not according to nintendo it, it but is they, it is le- you're but right they shot down in court several times because of this uh we got a two dollar super chat from jesse mccohen uh, doubt ROMs affected the sales of the Super Nintendo and NES Classic. Uh, He's probably uh, right. I probably had a very marginal effect. Well, no, okay. No, I'm going to say it did because we know a lot of people who are like, why would I buy that? I could just get a retro we buy. Know, and then they do get a retro. I know at least one person who is like, screw that. I'm getting a retro We know buy. like a handful of people compared to the greater, you know, the greater world out there. Because remember, the NES Classic was sold out forever. True. You know, I, and I knew people like regular people. I knew more regular people who wanted to get an NES Classic than they did want to go out, get a retro, get a Raspberry Pi, download Retro Pi, load it with I, ROMs. I, listen, I'm not saying it's better. I think it's much better to just get that Super Nintendo yeah. Classic or the NES Classic, not only because it's legal, but because it's a thousand times easier. Yes. Even though it's pretty easy to just get a Retro Pi, right. but it's easier to just purchase something and plug it in yeah um but whenever i make a video on the super nintendo classic or or the nes class or even any retro ever even it, the it gamecube says, it it's all a, says just emulator yeah, yeah. so oh, i could just emulate this, this is right. stupid. but that that's the small youtube audience that knows how to do that stuff yes yes so it's got to have at least a marginal effect on, get, right. on getting that um so here's nintendo's official website talking about uh it, it's it's their like faq let me make it bigger here can i download a nintendo rom from the internet if i already own the authentic game there is a good deal of misinformation on the internet regarding the backup slash archival copy exception it is not a quote second copy rule and is often mistakenly cited for the pr- pr- proposition. I can feel you getting angry. <laughs> I don't know. The proposition I don't have to... that if you have one lawful copy of a copyrighted work, you are entitled to have a second copy of the copyrighted work, even if that second copy is an infringing copy. The backup slash archival copy exception is a very narrow li- uh, limitation relating to a copy being made by the rightful owner of an authentic game to ensure he or she has one in the event of damage or destruction of the authentic. Therefore, whether you have an authentic game or not, or whether you have possession of a Nintendo ROM for a limited amount of time, i.e. 24 hours, it is illegal to download and play a Nintendo ROM from the internet. That whole thing doesn't make any sense. (laughs) It's their overly complicated way of saying we don't want you to do this. Well, Basically, well, 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 the, I think I okay. According to Nintendo, accor- their idea of a digital backup is you physically taking the cart, 
plugging it something into your computer and then ripping the ROM to your computer yourself. That's what that's what they mean in not as many words. In the last sentence here, it says it is illegal to download and play a Nintendo ROM from the internet. from the internet. If you own the if you own the cart and you physically transfer the ROM to your computer yourself, that's not illegal. The backup and archival copy exception is a very narrow limitation relating to a copy being made by the rightful owner of an authentic game to ensure he or she has in the event of damage or destruction of of the authentic therefore whether you have an authentic game or not or whether you have possession of a nintendo rom for a limited amount of time i.e 24 hours is illegal okay is illegal to download and play they're specifically talking about downloading right that's still they're wrong though (laughs) about it being illegal you you have the right to a, a backup of the thing of the piece of media that you own I guess they're saying that the one that you download off the internet isn't a copy of the one that I think you that's what they're trying have? to argue. Yes. Okay, that is stupid. Yeah. They are dumb. Yeah. So me and Nintendo don't agree there. There's <laughs> other things on like they have on their website. What is a Nintendo ROM? A Nintendo yeah. ROM is a type of chip used in Nintendo's video game cartridge which contains the game software. However, the term is commonly used on many game sites on the internet and refers to game data that was copied from an authentic video game cartridge. Uh, and then they do the same thing with emulators. Nintendo ROMs then work with the Nintendo emulator to enable gameplay on unauthorized hardware such as personal computer, a modified console, etc. Um, so yeah, Nintendo don't want to, even though, though, Nintendo doesn't have their own archives of their own games. I remember reading somewhere, and I think this is a rumor, but whenever they port Super Mario Brothers like to the virtual console, and I'm assuming the Switch eventually it's a downloaded rom from the internet the original super mario brothers on the wii where yes was downloaded off the internet right uh, there's there's a lot of back and forth about that like yeah. people don't everybody says it's downloaded off the internet because you can see the, there's like a file in there that yeah, yeah. They, they, it's wrapped in a container that somebody wrote yeah but um other people are saying that that container Anybody could do that, and that's supposed that has to be there or something. I, I I don't know. So, but there are. I mean, there's other cases where people do that. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, you know, a certain someone who used to work at a distribution place and used to download things off the internet. Yep. Just because they had to. Yeah. Like it happens. Yeah. Sometimes, like, oh, I lost this thing. Let me down. Let me download, download yeah. it. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So. But I, I just, it's still stealing though, even for archival purposes. The, the problem it, the problem with all sorts of piracy is, and we've seen this with music and movies, when you make it easy to get access to the, to the thing the person wants, they will pirate it, they will pirate less to the point of not pirating anymore. That's Izzy's big uh, and I defense. And I agree with him. Yeah, because like now that we have Spotify, nobody really pirates music. Now that we have Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu and all these other services, we, nobody really pirates movies anymore. Well, he's he's saying instead of going after the uh, the ROM websites yeah. for millions of dollars that they don't have, 
just make it easier for us to download your stuff. Yeah, it should be. Like, why can't, why wasn't the Switch Online, you know, Classics Collection ready at launch? That's the easiest. Or, or now. Yeah. It's been over a year. Exactly. That's the easiest thing they could have done. You know, it's not that hard to replicate NES and SNES games. If at launch they said you can play 20, you know, classics here and there from these consoles the second the system goes live, that, that would have cut down on, A, that would have cut down on piracy. B, that would have been a system seller. You know, C, it would have opened the door for other games to come down the road and show that they're serious about, you know, putting their classics on here rather than this waiting game we have to play. It uh, worked for the music industry. Yeah. Uh, nobody pirates uh, music anymore. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, it's just so much easier to stream it. Mm -hmm. Or you can even YouTube most of the stuff, which a lot of that's pirated too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two super chats. One yes. from uh, Joaquin Fernandez, who says, oh, it's $2. Thoughts on Hori GameCube Pro Controller? I think it looks awesome. I didn't actually put that. I should have put that in here, but yeah. I didn't. I think it looks cool, except I got upset because when I read the article a little bit more, it's USB-powered. It's not a GameCube. It's not an actual GameCube controller. I think that's great. So you have to plug it into the dock. That's great. Instead of putting it into the, whatchamacallit, the GameCube ports. Yeah, that thing sucks. <laughs> the, the, the GameCube, because uh, it's got yeah. two USB. It takes up both USB right. ports, yeah. which is no. dumb. I know, but... I I think it's I think it's cool that Nintendo is actually releasing a GameCube controller that you can still use with your GameCube. Right. So I mean, it's but whatever. It's not a, in the end. It's not they a big deal. Give it an adapter. Yeah. Uh, James Bryan with five dollars super chat. Games philosophy was people won't pirate if games are accessible and and Steam does very well bring virtual console to switch and most nintendo fans will gladly pay yeah instead. gabe newell of valve said pretty much the same thing like they don't really have a problem with piracy because they make their games as easy to get as possible yes that's yeah. the that's the most important yeah. part um i don't blame nintendo for trying to hold on to their uh you know their yeah, licenses I I, they're stuff. not wrong i mean they're very aggressive about it but they don't want the money from these people. They want the website shut down. Yeah. That's why they made it so much money. Because yeah. they could sue for that much. I these people don't have that much. I also feel, too, like, you know, the fact that they are being as aggressive as they are, especially now, means they're gearing up for Switch Online. Yeah. Like, in a very big way. Another thing is that these websites, like the Love Rom and Love Retro, yeah. were making money off of the stuff that they had up. Right. And I also didn't re realize until we just read the article that they, um, you can play in the browser. That's a big deal. That's a big yeah. problem. Yeah. That makes it real easy to play, and that's too much. Yeah. <laughs> that's too easy. There's other sites like Cool Rom, uh, MU Paradise. Those are still around. Yeah. We've used them for years because they're, they have donation links. Yeah. But for the most part, they're, they're just to keep the lights on. You know, It's, it's not... They they're not trying to make a profit off of it. Right. Games like uh, sites like Love Retro are trying to make a profit off of mm -hmm. Nintendo's IP, you know, and that's a problem. But anyway, I agree that may put it up, make it easier for people, and then they won't, you know, download stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't anyway, and uh, I still think the best way to do it if you're going to download like like we buy. 
you uh you know retro games all the time yeah just to collect them yeah i almost never play them on original hardware i if i buy it i'm also downloading a rom yeah and I'm it's, playing it on most the of the time it's easy that way yeah. i mean i tr- i'm trying to like be more not so much original hardware but like like i'm not opposed to things like the retron 5 and things like that right make it easier to play like on a television the way it was meant to be played but i mean if it's just easier to get the rom get the rom yeah like it, I'm for buying the game and then downloading the ROM and just playing the ROM. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. It's perfectly legal. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, but, like, do what you got to do, man. Yeah. <laughs> do what you got to do to play these games, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not legal to download the ROM and just play it if you don't have it. But who's stopping it? Yeah. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> A dollar from Carson White? Thank you. Like if, if I think it's more important for you to actually play these games, you know? Yeah. Oh, we also got $3. No, $2. From It's Benji. Thoughts on Spider-Man PS4 Pro console. Y'all like it or no? I wish I didn't own a PS4 already. I really like it. And I have yet to do a PlayStation 4 Pro video. So maybe. Maybe. Yo. It's expensive. I know. Money. It's like way too expensive for that. It, what, what is it? Like Not the, worth it. It's so, what is it, like 300, 400 bucks? It's 400. It's I don't know what it is for that one, though. Yeah, I, well, I hope it's the same price and, they just, and the game's bundled it's with it. It's probably 450. I hate when they do that. Uh, I'm going to read the chat. Kentama game companies shouldn't have to compete with pirates. It's period. only 400. It might be worth getting it. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to get the game anyway. Uh, game companies shouldn't compete with, have to compete with pirates, period. Yeah. But, well, they're always going to have to. Yeah, I mean... Everybody every, has to compete every with pirates. Every form of media is going to have to deal with pirates. Movies and television and music still deal with pirates. Yeah. It's just... It, it's also different because... Most of the games that people are pirating are old games. Or the yeah. games that we're talking about. The right. games in question are old games. Nobody's coming after you for getting old movies unless they're like popular movies, yeah. you know. But for the most part like you're archi- you're trying to archive those movies, you yeah. know. It's it's a very weird gray area, but um I say do what you got to do to play these things, but err on the side of shoving your damn money back in their faces yeah. cuz they deserve it for making the freaking game. Games back then were still just as expensive. Yeah. Actually no, they're more expensive to make now. But, They're um, more expensive to make now. They're cheaper yeah. than ever to buy. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's how it is. But still, you know, they are expen- They were always expensive to make. Yeah. <laughs> They're more expensive to make now, but they were always expensive to make. Um, Guilty says, if they take down sites, at least release the games, cough, some kind of virtual console call. No, he said, cough, some kind of virtual console, couch. <laughs> um... Kessor says the most downloaded ROM on every site I want to was a Mario game in the top three out of five. Um, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Are... yeah, I'm always. I have a lot of Mario ROMs downloaded, but yeah. I also have a lot of Mario games. Yes. So I'm allowed to. All right. Moral of the story is it's kind of immoral to download ROMs. Yeah. <laughs> But 
there's a little bit of a gray area. Err on the side of doing the right thing. Man. Yes. Slurpee with two uh, A's. A's. Since I missed the stream, Bob, was Toad any good? What? Captain Toad? That was last week. Toad was great. Captain yeah. Toad is awesome. I, I, I have the demo. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. It is very but good. I would like I'm to. I'm a very big fan. Yes. Will complete. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on there. Microsoft... A lot of Microsoft things. Is making not one, but two next-gen consoles, including a streaming machine that'll be cheaper than the average Xbox. Uh, I have to start this article in the middle because the beginning is a lot of garbage that we don't right. need. Uh, we've known about Project Scarlet for a while. The next-gen Xbox designed to build up uh, the immense processing power of the Xbox One S. The Xbox One S. X. 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 Going to give it to you. But what about Project Scarlet Cloud? Oh, you idiot. This is from Games Radar. That's apparently the code name for a second console in the works at Microsoft, one that intends to invest in the streaming only feature a future of interactive entertainment according to a new report from Thorot. I'm never Thorot. Thorot. I'm guessing. Which has accurately leaked industry information before. Uh, they never close their parentheses. According to this report, Scarlet Cloud is a game streaming box slash subscription service that'll be a lot cheaper than traditional Xbox consoles. Utilizing cloud technology to provide high quality gaming with little consumptional power from the box itself. Instead, most of the software will run externally via streaming as part of a subscription service similar to Netflix or what NVIDIA currently offers with the NVIDIA Shield. Uh, this would make sense for Microsoft, which has been finding much more success with digital subscription services like the Game Pass that actual, than actual hardware sales. Wait, what? They've been finding more success with their digital subscriptions than the actual sales of the Xbox One system. Oh. Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Everybody, ha everybody who wants one has one already. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you buy the system, you need the Game Pass also. Well, you don't need it, but like it's a good thing to have. It's 100 games for 10 bucks a month. I, I mean, you buy the Game Pass, you need the system. You yeah. need the system to have the Game Pass. Right. So that's why there's more sales for the freaking Game Pass, because people who have it have the system already. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Game Pass isn't on Windows, is it? I feel like it is. I'll look that up. You can. You look that up. Yeah. Uh, and cooperates with uh, Phil Spencer's previous comments, affirming a belief in streaming as the future of video games, in which he also confirmed that the company was developing the technology for upcoming hardware. Interestingly enough, reports of a similar product from Google have also recently surfaced, which could pit Microsoft against a new industry titan alongside a traditional competitor in Sony. Notice no mention of Nintendo at all. Yeah. Scarlet Cloud will apparently release in conjunction with the traditional Xbox One successor, Project Scarlet, which Thorot st uh, states is in 2020, just two years from now, which is a long time, actually. Uh, Game Pass is available on Windows 10 over the Xbox app. So you probably need an Xbox already. Right? Uh, maybe just an account. Maybe, yeah. Uh, if that's the case, it's likely that we'll hear more about both products by E3 2019 at the latest. Though timelines are always subject to change after multiple false starts with the Xbox One, which Spencer 
there is a typo here, <laughs> are still paying the price for. It sounds like Microsoft... Spencer et al. are still... Is that a thing? That's a thing, yeah. What does that mean? It means, and everybody. Spencer et al. Yeah. Is that it's like a, a Latin like, thing? Yeah, it's like et cetera. I, I've never seen You've that before. You've never seen that before. No. I'm also not... I, I, Literate. I know read words good. Well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like Microsoft is playing to play the long game with Scarlet Cloud, and it has every chance to pay off from for the big word <laughs> in the future. <laughs> Beleaguered, beleaguered brand. <laughs> what is that? Mean? Troubled. Bob. Never heard that before You've either. Never well. heard of beleaguered. No. Nope. Sounds like a sounds like a villain. It, it, yeah, it does. Ken Kenneki, two dollars super chat. Hey, big fan. You guys are hilarious. You guys are hilarious, knowledgeable. Not knowledgeable enough to no, know what beleaguered not. and at all means. We also got $2 from Smoke Jaguar. Who won Smash last Sunday? Nobody. It was. It's crazy what happened. <laughs> uh, you should watch it. Don't watch it. <laughs> AJ won. Uh, shut up. Also, somebody in the chat said, uh, uh, Petro in the chat says, What a waste of two bucks, LOL. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I think because we didn't immediately read the Super Chat. Yeah. Um, anyway. So... Microsoft, they got Project Scarlet coming out. Yes. Which is their new system. They also apparently have Scarlet Cloud. Yes. Yes. I think Scarlet Cloud makes a whole lot of sense. However, I find it hard to believe that there is still... that. that I find it hard to believe that they've fixed... Because every streaming service so far that I've... I, I haven't used many. Yeah. But every streaming service that I've heard of has at least a little bit of input lag. It's not great, like any of them. None of them are perfect. Game Pass, the only reason why that one is actually good is because you have to download it to your hard drive first before you can start playing. So, like, it still treats it as a full, regular game download. You know, it's just, it, there's, like, a line in the code that says, this is part of a subscription, end after whatever. Well, this, Scarlet Cloud, is assuming that your internet will be good enough. Yeah. Because it's, it's going to be a cheapo box. Yeah, you'd like... Just like the Vita TV. Really, the only way to get do good streaming currently in the United States is through Ethernet. And even that, you know, with a game, you know, the file sizes are huge. That could be a problem in Synodism itself. So you don't need that much data. You need enough to be able to see the game in real time. You need a right. steady connection for yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like I, everything is connected to Wi-Fi now. I just bought an air conditioner that's connected to Wi-Fi. Why? Oh, because you could like turn it on from here. Yeah, I'm coming home. Cool off the house. Yeah, exactly. That's so stupid. like you got like all these things like <laughs> it's the internet of everything. So you got all these things with internet connection in them. And you know, I want to go down and play Halo. I can't because my wife's watching TV with the air conditioning on and the light bulbs on and it's <laughs> and my hue lights are flickering. Exactly. Somebody's touching them. Uh, Mr. A game. Fellow Mario Maker streamer, even though I haven't streamed Mario Maker in forever, uh, with five A's. A's. You read it because I'm. What will happen when you buy a game that streams and the company that streams the game goes out of business? Where does my right to the, that game go? That's another good question. 
Because I'm worried about that. Yeah. Because I'm all digital on the Switch. Exactly. I'm trying to keep everything on my Switch. I'm trying not to. Yeah. I'm trying to have it all downloaded. Yeah. We saw this with uh, the most notable one is, is PT. PT on, yes. on the I was going to say, but the thing is, with the exception of PT, if like if a game is removed from like a store, you personally still have access to that game. So like uh, the Activision Marvel games, like uh, Deadpool, Marvel, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, those like leave Steam and Xbox Live and PSN all the time. You know, they eventually come back, but they always like leave. Even when, when they leave, if you bought that game, you still have access to it. You can download it again. Yeah, no problem. For as long as that service is available. As long as PSN is available, yeah. P- as long as PSN is available for that console. Right. Like, you can't download anything for the Wii anymore. I was going to say yeah. that. If you, ha- you bought all this stuff on the Wii, yeah. it better be on your Wii. If it's not, it's gone forever. Yep. You're, never, you're not getting that stuff back. Yeah. So basically, it was a, it was a what, 10-year-long rental? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's, that's a major problem. Yeah. And that's a, that's something that is, that's one big reason why I don't like digital. Yeah. Because we're archivists. We keep every, or hoarders, depending on how (laughs) you look at it. If you're a mother, then we're hoarders. Um, that all, all this stuff that you're buying for the whole, for the past, all the stuff I've been buying for the past year, that could just disappear. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like that. So, yeah. So, that sucks. That's bad. Has that ever actually... I don't think it's actually happened to me yet, though, where I've bought something digitally and then I just can't get it. PT is like the only thing I can think of. Yeah, you don't even buy that. Yeah, it's free, yeah. Flappy Bird. Yeah. I took Flappy Bird off. That was it. Was that a dollar? Actually, um, a lot of iPhone games now. Yeah. Like, you, if you update it to the latest OS, you can't download those games anymore. Oh, Pokemon they don't, they don't Go for straight, you. Pokemon Go for me. Uh, the iPhone version of Tony Hawk 2, I can't play anymore. There's the, a really good Top Gun game, like, when the iPhone first came out, that I can't play anymore. In the case of Pokemon Go, you might not have bought the game, but you might have spent a lot of money in the, in the store. Right. Which you haven't. Yeah. No. I haven't. Yeah. Um, and, now, and now you can't get into the app because you don't have the latest yeah. software. Uh, Arb stole. $2 says Xbox better have good hardware slash exclusives next gen. It's, it seems like they're going the way of uh, just spreading their wealth with their exclusives and, and their, yeah. their titles. The, the, the fact that all, that all but one, which we'll get to, all their exclusives are like now on Windows. Yeah. And like not even just Windows, the Windows Store, but like Steam and GOG and things like that. You know. They they just they want to make sure that you're playing their game is the most important thing to them. And I think that this cloud service is leaning hard into that. Yeah, allegedly Microsoft has a great cloud like structure. Yeah, uh, Crackdown is supposed to be running off of it. Uh, supposedly Mixer, their, yeah, their like a live streaming yeah, service yeah. has like barely any delay in the stream. It's like one to one. So. They're probably really good with that stuff. Yeah. And but it's it's how good can you be is is the question. Yeah. That we have to deal with. But I I I think this is the best way for them to compete with whatever Sony's coming out with. Yeah. Because Sony has been dominating the console market. Microsoft yeah. has been coming up there. Yeah. But Microsoft's also like, hey, we got all this other crap that yeah. we're that we we're good. Mm-hmm. Microsoft, we're 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 a big company. We got a lot of things going on. Sony, not so much. Yeah. They got a lot of other stuff. Like the TVs, 
like the mm-hmm. cameras, yes. all that stuff. They're all like all their movies. Yeah. But their gaming business is still the biggest business. Yes. Except uh, maybe their uh, real estate. They have real estate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have like a real estate business in Japan. But um, so Sony needs the gaming business. Yeah. So they put a lot into that. And Microsoft's like, nah, whatever. Yeah. Just, just people buy it, people buy it. Well, because also, too, Microsoft's, you know, that's one, Xbox is one part of a large company. Yeah. You know, Microsoft still has Windows, they have Word, you know, they have the cloud structure. Uh, if they have all those their business solution programs and things like that, yeah. So, yeah. And you think about like every single company, and every single workstation has Windows. So how yeah. many licenses exactly you got going mm-hmm. on there? That's a lot. Um, and that's where they get their money from. Uh, but I think that coming out with a cheap console, the only problem is that you'd have to have good internet. Yeah. So you can get a cheap console, get your console into much more house households, but the internet has to be good. So but it's like, not exactly like a budget yeah, solution. Yeah. So and like people in like the middle of the United States, people in Alaska, you know, with where internet is not that great, you know, yeah. that could be a problem. Yeah. I'm thinking about like low income. Yeah. Households. They can get like because I'm thinking this box is gonna be like a hundred dollars because that's what the PS uh, TV was. Right. You know. Maybe two hundred, but yeah. you know, maybe give it some hardware. Give yeah. it some. It, I would imagine it has some sort of hard drive on it. Hard drive, yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, but well, no, I don't know because well, it's not not a big one. But it needs if it, it's streaming the game, then w- w- you don't need anything. I guess you know, like a, well, like an Apple TV, like a Vita TV. Well, Apple TV still has a hard drive in it. Yeah, Apple TV does. Yeah, you know, well, you have to store the movies. Store the movies, the stuff. apps, and things like that. I'm sure it's gonna have something. But if you're streaming the game, the processing then power, no... yeah, would have to be like, you know, outsourced to the cloud computer and stuff. But it would still need some something to hold. Like, I'm sure saved games can still get saved to the hard drive. Well, as no, a backup. who cares? It'll be on the cloud. It'll be on the cloud, but it would be nice to have like a backup somewhere. It'd be nice, and that's why you buy the physical one. Me and you are gonna be buying the physical. We're this... not buying the freaking cloud thing. I I'm already... not. I'm already like 90% digital with my Xbox game, so. Yeah, but the that I I am not gonna be able to deal with that latency. And the second the second I get I get lag, I'm gonna be furious. I'm just I'm just, I'm just not at this <laughs> juncture not for a cloud-based video game system. I I'm for it because it's cheaper. I do not want it. Right. Like I I think it's a good idea, mm-hmm. and I think that. I think that there's a possibility that they can make it like super awesome and like be one to one playing. Yeah. But I don't want it. I I'd much rather pay the more money to have it physically in my, you know, in yeah. my house with my hard right. drive. Yeah. You know? I don't want to rely on, especially for archival purposes. Yeah. We got two super chats. David, two dollars. Xbox started off as a side hobby for Microsoft. Yes. Kind of. Like, there, were, there was a big push when it first came out. Like, they wanted to dominate the living room to get back at Sony for some reason. Uh, because... I think because they wanted to partner with Sony. Yes. And, like, Sony just basically threw up their middle fingers and said, get out. Sony went to everybody. They went to Sega. They went to... Uh, Microsoft went to everybody. Sony went to, Sony went to Nintendo. Nintendo. Ever, and that, then, yeah, no. Sony went to Nintendo. Nintendo you know, Didn't they go to back. Sega also? Not Sony. 
No. No. Sony went to Nintendo. Nintendo said okay, then went with Philips, and then Sony's like, all right, you no, know what? No, no, they did. No, Microsoft is the one who went to everybody. Did Microsoft try to get in on the Saturn? Or no, Dreamcast. My, Dreamcast. Oh, okay. Windows is on the Dreamcast. Right. Microsoft went to everybody and said, "What if we made a system?" Sony laughed at them. Nintendo was like, "No, nah, we're cool. Thanks, but no thanks." And but th- then, like later on, it became like we need to make a system to be better than Sony. They wanted to dominate the living room. We also got twenty dollars from Yousef with the big fat late tax. <laughs> so late. We gotta, lower, we gotta lower that late tax. I feel bad for this Thank guy. For, no, it, yeah, add a dollar every time for every minute. We also got five dollars <laughs> from Marco. I know for a fact Bob gets indigestion when he hears the letters RPG, but <laughs> you will. I've always seen you as a man of culture. Do you enjoy RPG <laughs> games? Well, you'll be disappointed. Uh, f- no. Don't even pretend that <laughs> you tr- like RPGs. I try. I try a lot. Like I really want to get into Deus Ex. Because, like, I love me some cyberpunk stuff, but it's a very much an RPG. The Bioshock games are surprisingly very RPG-heavy. I'm playing South Park Fractured But Whole right now, and that's, that's just an RPG, no questions asked. You know, I think I'm enjoying that more because it's South Park. I think, you know, I, I have to get into the, the subject matter of the game in order for me to look past the RPG elements of it. I think. Because, like, South Park I'm enjoying very much. Uh, from what I played at Deus Ex, Human Revolution, I really liked. So, I think that helps. So, like, the Final Fantasy stuff, that subject matter doesn't appeal to me at all. Um, like, most JRPG subject matter doesn't appeal to me. But, you know, Anthony I'm, Pac- I'm more willing to give it a shot. Anthony Pacini in the chat says, boys. Hello. Hey. Um, Subject matter is important in RPGs. A lot of RPGs rely heavily on the story. Yeah. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, yeah, story's important. I like a good story. Yeah. But like, I'm playing a freaking game. I'm not playing a movie. Right. I want gameplay. I, I, w- think... I want control over everything. Turn-based garbage. Like, come on. South Park's got this weird uh, battle system. It's turn-based, but like you can move around the field... Like, you can, like, do certain button presses, like, timed right. You can do more damage and stuff. Uh, is it like... It's um, like Paper Mario. Paper, now, Paper Mario I was down with. I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> but I was, like, totally cool with Paper Mario. Probably because I was, like, into that world. Yeah. Um, I was going to say... Uh, what's it called? Uh, Star Wars... Oh, KOTOR? Yeah. Uh, nice Little Republic. Yeah. That, it's not turn-based... I don't. But it, yeah, it's like a weird hybrid. That combat system confuses the hell out of me. One of these days, I'm actually gonna try and play more than five minutes of it. You get that a lot in MMOs. Yeah, that type of combat system, and I'm mm-hmm. cool with that. Yeah. I, I like that a lot better than Terminus. Do we own Jade Empire on the, the original Xbox? It's what Bioware made right after Kotor, and apparently, it's the same game but in feudal Japan, and it's real time combat. Oh, we definitely don't own that. Why the hell would we own that? I don't know. <laughs> Is it like a rare game? I don't think so. I think you know, it's just one of those Xbox games everybody had. We uh, never owned an original Xbox. Yeah. We have we have ex- the Bible game. We do, and the guy game. The guy. No, game. that's for yeah. PS2. I think. Yeah. Uh, Slick J says, "What about Pokemon?" I knew someone was going to say that when I said I don't like turn-based, and he says, "We do own Jade Empire, according to this, according to our Why? database." I don't know. 
You went through this weird phase of buying Read original Xbox, all the games. Xbox games that we had. Original Xbox. Yeah. Aggressive Inline. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that was you. That was me. Uh, Crimson Skies. Uh, okay, Dragon's that is the, the Dragon game. No, that's the World War II pilot game. Shoot. Dragon game is, you're either thinking of Panzer Dragoon or Lair. Panzer Dragoon. Panzer Dragoon. Yeah, no. Crimson Skies. Um, Dragon's Lair 3D. Full Spectrum Warrior. Halo 2. Halo 1. Jade Empire. Just Cause 1. NCAA College Basketball 2K3. Yes. But uh, we, we, ha- we have a, a backlog we have on very good backlog. NCAA. Yeah. And one on Dragon's Lair. The Dragon's NCAA Lair, yeah. one. Highly recommend yes. watching that. Uh, Oddworld Munch's Odyssey. Uh, KOTOR. Uh, Star Wars Republic Commando. Which we have I, never owned an original yes. Xbox. We have this many games. I have always wanted to play Republic Commando. Maybe I'll take that from you because it's backwards compatible. Um, the Bible Game and Time Splitters 2. All right. I would like to say that Time Splitters 2, we have no way of playing Time Splitters 2 on Xbox because it's not backwards compatible on the 360 or the Xbox One. What do we have for the GameCube? Is it Time Splitters Future Perfect? We have Time Splitters 2. So we have two copies of Time Splitters 2. Yes. We have one that we can play and one we can't. And we do not have Future Perfect. Correct. Future Perfect is apparently hard to find and expensive. I think that that is widescreen on the Xbox and 2 is not. I I can see that. That's weird. It's very weird. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That is weird. A lot of games from that era, like some were widescreen, some weren't, because it was it was new. Let me finish Slick J. Yeah, sorry. He said, what about Pokemon? And they said, I know the new gens alienate their fans, but what about the old school ones? I think he's just asking. That's an RPG. Yeah. I got the same problems with that than I do with every RPG. Yeah. I tolerate it because it's a good game. But the first gen, now that I'm replaying it, Got a lot of dumb problems. A yeah. lot of stupid things that could easily be fixed. Yeah. A lot of moves are super broken. A lot of uh, bad. A, a lot of uh, the different types, like they should be weak to certain things, and they're really not. Yeah. It's stupid. There's that. It's very hard to tell what to do or where to go. A lot more than I was expecting because I beat it when I was freaking what, like eight. Yeah. And I had a fine time with it. Didn't need anybody to tell me anything. Yeah. But what really happened was I just sat there for a hundred <laughs> hours just running around. Yep. Well, actually, no. We had the guide. Did we have the guide? I don't know if we had the guide. We do a lot of people who were playing it, though. Yeah, So, true. like, they would help us out. That's We'd true. bring it to school, trade back and forth. Yeah. So, there was a lot of that. Yeah. It was a phenomenon. Yeah, That's exactly. why it was. But, yeah. like, now I'm looking things up every five seconds to figure yeah. out what to do or where to go. And even the president of... Uh, the Pokemon company. Oh, no, yeah. no, not the president. The game director of the new game. Yeah. Said, Gen 1, uh, it was very difficult to figure out what to do or where to go. So, we're trying to fix that with... Yell- with uh, Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. So, you know, they're even acknowledging that. Yeah. So, Je- Pokemon's great, but Gen 1 still had some problems. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Where were we even talking about? We are talking about Microsoft. Microsoft's... I think it's great they make it a streaming console. Uh, hopefully, it's good. I don't think we're ready for it yet, but if they... Well, they're saying 2020. That's 2020. why I think... Yeah, even... I honestly don't think we'll be ready for it for a while. Yeah. I mean, if they come out with two versions, one one streaming only and one traditional... Well, they are. That's yeah. the That's the rumor. All right, so, so we'll see how that goes. I honestly... I don't think we're... The infrastructure in this country for streaming games... We still have problems with 4K movies, so games might be another. Might yeah, be our something. internet structure here is awful. So it's, that, it's that's horrendous. the biggest deterrent. Yeah. Uh, but I think that um, I think it's a clear direction that that gaming is going. Yeah. Because 
especially if it's cheap, you know? Yeah. And they want you to pay a monthly fee. Like, yeah. it, it all makes sense for their business. Plan. Yeah. Uh, but people like us, people like you, probably just going to get the actual physical console yeah. anyway. Uh, more Microsoft stuff. Yes. Halo Infinite doesn't support Xbox Play anywhere. Well, so what's that all about? I, I found this, like, just scanning through articles. Um, Why is this fake plant wet? I don't know. It's fake. <laughs> the next Halo game, Halo Infinite, may not support Xbox Play anywhere. Um, as discovered by Dynamite Cop on NeoGAF, uh, the Xbox.com page for Halo Infinite does not list Xbox Play Anywhere support for Halo Infinite. Uh, the page shows that the game is coming to the Xbox One and PC, uh, further noting that it will support 4K and HDR and that it will be enhanced for the Xbox One X. However, there is no mention at all of Xbox Play Anywhere, an absence that is notable given that Xbox.com page for another high-profile upcoming Microsoft game, Gears 5, shows Play Anywhere support. Xbox Play Anywhere is the consumer-friendly system whereby purchasing an Xbox One or Windows 10 PC game gets you a copy of the game on the other platform at no extra cost. All of your progress, including saves and achievements, moves between platforms. It's a nice system that gives you the freedom to play wherever is most convenient for you. Halo Infinite coming to the PC is a big deal considering the entire mainline series uh, have been Xbox exclusives for a decade now. The last Halo game to officially come to the PC was 2004's Halo 2. It remains to be seen why Halo Infinite won't support Play Anywhere, or if there are perhaps other details that Microsoft is not ready to share yet. Whatever the case, we have contacted Microsoft in an attempt to get more information. It is very strange, because after like a certain point, every like first-party Microsoft game like gets every single feature that they're pushing. Like Every first-party Microsoft game is going to be on a Game Pass like at launch. They're all going to support Play Anywhere at launch. They're all going to be Xbox and Windows 10 games at launch. So every Microsoft first party or, you know, exclusive is also on PC. Right. Except for the Halo games. Correct. They're like never, well, they said Halo 2. Halo they, 2 was the last one. Yeah, they're like never Yeah, I think on, Halo and Gears... Combat Evolved took a long time to come yes. on PC. Yeah. I think even after 2... Might have been, yeah. yeah. And Halo 2, I remember, like, the big deal with that was you needed Windows Vista to play. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... I, this makes sense, because they're weird about Halo. It, like, it, it stays is, on Xbox. It is very weird. I mean, it's interesting that they're giving it... But they're giving it a PC port anyway. It's still coming to Windows. Oh, it is? Yeah, but it's not compatible oh, dumb, to play man. anywhere. That's dumb. It's very strange. So... I also think that this game isn't anywhere near finished. Oh, probably that not. That was just an engine yeah. uh, demo that we saw at, at E3. Yeah. So I think that there's plenty of time for them to add Play Anywhere. You know? Probably. I just think it's too early for yeah. them to even They're think They're probably about like that. still trying to figure out if it's, like, if it's possible with the engine they have. That's also true. Yeah. So they, maybe they're just not making any promises. Maybe. But at the same time, like, you would think they would just put that up there. You know, as a bullet point, because like I said, every single like first party Microsoft game that they've been putting out has like all of the all like the features and like the, you know, services that they offer. You know, they're all Xbox Live. They're all part of Game Pass. They're all part. It's of Play definitely Anywhere. weird to not even consider Play Anywhere. Like yeah. every other game like, oh, by the way, if you're going to be a Microsoft exclusive, you need Play Anywhere. Yeah. Uh, it's weird for 
Halo to be left out of that. Yeah. But I, th- I think that there's still hope for that, for Planet Work. Mm-hmm. As if anybody cares. Like, who cares? Yeah. You're going to buy it on the disc anyway. You're not yeah. even going to use Play Anywhere. <laughs> um, Grimhain says, forget 4K streaming. You guys couldn't even stream 1080p when you were away from home. That's true. There you go. He's got us. It's true. Listen, we wanted things to go as smoothly as possible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, again, I don't care. I don't, I don't use Play Anywhere. It's yeah, a cool idea. I, I don't use it either, but I think for the people who do, you know, it, that's a nice, that's a very nice feature to have. The, like, part of the reason why the Switch is so great is because, you know, you have it, you play in your, your console, and then all of a sudden you can take the game with you. Yeah. Microsoft is taking it basically a step further by, you know, you have it on the on the Xbox, and then if you got to go somewhere, you take it on your laptop. It's basically what cross-play and cross-buy on the, between the PS4 and the Vita should have been. It's a big problem for us, though. Yeah. Because we got Macs everywhere. We got Macs everywhere. But what about Sony had it for Macs? They had their own version for Macs. That Didn't was they? PlayStation Now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't think they had, like... That makes sense. Yeah, I don't think it. I, I don't think it supports Max anymore. I think they got rid. It of doesn't that. support a lot of things. PlayStation now like dropped support for like everything. I think P, it only supports PS4 and Windows. Yeah, not even Vita TV. Not even Vita. Um, but if let's say PlayStation Five supports, uh, you know, a streaming service over a Mac, that would be insane. Yeah, and I would be for that over over uh, Microsoft. Except I'm sure Microsoft streaming servers would be better than PlayStation yeah. streaming servers. Big Shot likes to talk a big game about me cheating in Mega Man. Do you know how? <laughs> how? I looked stuff up. Is that cheating, Will? A lot of people will say that, like, if you use a guided cheating... No. If you're asked, like, if you... If I were to say to you, hey, how did you beat this? You go, oh, you got to do this, this, and this. Okay, thank you. That's not cheating. Using a guide is exactly the same as asking your friend what to do in a certain part. That's thank, it. Thank you, Will. Big shot. You can shut the hell up from now until forever. <laughs> Thomas with five uh, real hard American dollars. God bless real hard American dollars. Says, hey, Bob. Off topic and random. What kind of band were you in? I noticed we're mutual friends on Facebook. Oh. With the drummer from Table Talk. Who's that? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Pacini, you still here? Pacini is my my connection to everybody on Long Island. Yeah. So if I especially in the music know, world, then I don't know. Uh, I was in a hardcore band. I was also in a pop punk band, mm-hmm. and that's it. And I was in an indie band. Yes, I was in a bunch of bands. Um, Will was in a uh, uh, grunge band. Would you call it? I don't know what we were. We were. I was. I like. I compared us to Fugazi a lot. That was like the closest that's, I can find. That's a punk band. Yeah, like not like you know your traditional punk band. More like. A, like Fugazi. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was an, I was in a band like that. I played, played your rhythm guitar. I played your bass guitar. It was a good yep. rhythm section. Uh, I played the drums. Uh, all right. I got a couple of things we can plow through. Okay. Um, we can plow, plow through most of my stuff. All right, let's plow through everything now. All right. Uh, oh, well, this is you now, too, actually. Yeah. Amazon begins taking pre-orders for a Nintendo Switch Online subscription. This is quick. This is like, yeah, Brandon. So basically, like, it, go on Amazon. You can pre-order uh, subscriptions for Nintendo Switch Online. You can pre-order the three-month plan or the 12-month plan. Uh, not the family plan. 
Just those two plans. How much is the family plan? It's like thirty or forty dollars a year. Twelve month is twenty. We're getting the family plan. Yeah, we're getting the family plan. Yeah. All right. All right. Put it on the card. Okay. Um, yeah, don't do that. Don't. Don't. Don't pre-order subscription service. Yeah, that's for, dumb. Yeah. Just buy it when it comes out. The Am- day it comes out, yeah. just buy it. Amazon's page uh, don't provide any additional information. The release date is currently set for December 31st, 2018, which Amazon often does when selling an item that doesn't have an announced launch date. If you're worried about the servers being weird about because sometimes when a game comes out yeah people it's, are, it's hard to download it yeah. that second that's why people second. pre-download games yeah yeah you're not gonna be able to do that anyway the yeah. servers are gonna be bad regardless yeah so 12 month subscription is uh 19.99 three month subscription is 7.99 uh one month is 3.99 and uh family membership for up to eight people is 34.99 yeah we're gonna do that yeah we're gonna do that but again amazon currently only has the 12 month and the three month subscription wait up. for up to eight people up to eight people that's ridiculous yeah. so for less than the price of two yearly subscriptions who are we gonna give the we got eight we're gonna have eight i'm trying real hard to get my wife into pokemon okay so i'm probably just gonna buy her a switch and a copy of pokemon Put her on the account. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Mr. Snappy Paws, $2. Fallout 76 rumored for Switch, and your opinion is? I feel like if we're not going to get Fallout 4 on the Switch, we're not going to get Fallout 76. I feel like we would get 4 before 76. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, 76 is most... Uh, their big shtick there is multiplayer. Yeah, online multiplayer. And uh, the Switch isn't really set up for that, especially yeah. right now. So yeah. Maybe they're waiting for Switch Online. Yeah, maybe down the maybe like in another year. Yeah, we'll get it because that's like what the lot of been online doing. games like are waiting for Switch Online. Yeah, but also because Bethesda, Bethesda, they did it with Wolfenstein. They yeah, they, they delay to make sure they can put it on the Switch. Probably. Yeah, so yeah. maybe not at launch. Definitely yeah. not. You're not seeing Fallout 76 at launch, but maybe yeah. maybe later. Uh, so that's that with uh, Amazon. Yeah, uh, Paladins is now available for free as download on the Switch. Cool. The reason I bring this up yes. is because we got a lot of crap. We do get a lot of crap for, for Paladins. Being like, why is it paid? Apparently the founders pack if you had to pay yeah. for it, but now it's free. Like if you bought it early, you that 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 was for people who it was available. If people if you wanted it early, you had to pay for it. Right. Now it's free. It's all stupid. It's an Overwatch ripoff. I don't care about it. Mm-hmm. Get out of my face. Uh but if you want it, it's free now. Uh, but so is Fortnite. So why would you ever download Paladins? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. None of this makes uh, any sense to me. I mean, Paladins apparently has a big fan base. Except so. Overwatch isn't on Switch. That's the only reason I can yeah. see getting Paladins. Also, though, the Switch accounted for 52% of Sonic Mania Plus's launch week sales. And you know what? That's they crazy. for mine and yours. Yes. Well, yours wasn't an actual sale. Right. Uh, I mean, that's all. Yeah. That's all. That that's pretty that's cool. All. I mean, I, I figured Sonic Mania, like, sold the best on Switch to begin with. I mean, like, that's the perfect system for it. It's the, the Switch is the perfect system for games that don't take that much processing power. Yeah. And Sonic Mania Plus is one of them. So that makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I'm glad that the masses know that. Yes. The masses know Switch is the perfect system for games like this. Yeah. Did you see that there are cheat codes for Sonic Mania? Apparently. I did see that. It's only in Mania mode, and it's only on no-save mode. I don't think those cheat codes... We're supposed to be there. 
I think that's a, a dev mode. Well, you have to access debug mode in order yeah. to... Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it is a debug mode. Yeah. So that. So yes. Yeah. So then, then... Well, debug mode right. is a cheat you can unlock. Yeah, but it's meant for game testing. Right. Well, the old Sonic games had... You can access debug mode by entering right. the code. What game... What? Whatever game started it, it was an accident. I think it's Sonic. It I probably think, was, so, yeah. I think, I think the original Sonic's debug mode was not meant to be there at launch, but it just was there, and now they just leave it in all the time. Yeah. Which is cool. It's cool. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't an original Sonic Mania, so Sonic Mania, it being in Sonic Mania Plus, that's like... Was it not in the original Sonic Mania? I thought it was. Well, that's why it's... We just discovered it. That's why I'm just assuming No, it was. It. Sonic Mania is... Yeah, this is an article from last year. August 17, 2017. Oh, debug mode there, but the codes were The codes, there. yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, well, yeah. So then, okay. So it could still be a mistake because yeah. they were using those codes for, for development. Right. Well, we don't know. We don't know. We don't but know. The original, the original debug modes were meant for development. Yes. And they snuck out, and then people were like, oh, I guess we could leave these. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Next. Um, Peach's Castle returns to Super Smash Bros. Cool. Do you remember Peach's yes. Castle? I got the... it confused with Zelda's Castle mm. because I am an idiot. Peach's Castle was f- dates back to the original game. Um, right? You know, I think I think it's more prevalent in Melee. You look it up. Yeah, I know. I know it's more prevalent in Melee. I don't remember it in the original. I remember Zelda's Castle from the original. Peach's now- Castle... I don't remember from the original Smash Brothers. Because... Oh, no, well, I... The it, Zelda... it is from Melee. A returning stage from Super Smash Bros. Melee. Watch out for Bonsai Bill, not Bullet Bill, Bonsai Bill, mm. to come flying out of nowhere and explode. There are also red, yellow, green switches you can press to make uh, exclamation point blocks appear. Try hitting them no, to No, Peach's get Castle's in the original. It says from Super Smash Bros. Melee. Oh, because it looks different. That... That's the design for oh, melee. The one, the one in, in sixty four. You don't actually play on top of Peach's castle. Right. It's in the background. You're yes. like floating in the air. Correct. Okay. Yes, I remember this now. But this is the one from melee where you're actually on Peach's castle. Right. Also, uh, a few weeks ago, or like a week ago. What is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Come on now. Oh, on the 17th, they said, you can now listen to Snake Eater. The original version was the opening theme song for Metal Gear Solid 3. The time it's... This time, it's an arrangement by Nobuku Toda. So Snake Eater is going to be in Smash Bros. Yes. They got to put those games on the Switch. Uh, Yeah, I want Metal Gear in some form on the Switch. I will play whatever Metal Gear you put on the Switch. I will play it. I mean, I'm sure it would be easy for them. Not, like, easy, but, like, the Metal Gear HD collection. So, Sons of Liberty, Snake Eater, Peace Walker. Because they already ported those to, like, all the other systems. I mean, I really want Metal Gear Solid Five on the Switch. That's not going to happen. If Kojima was there and Konami still had faith in that, it would totally happen because it was was on last-gen systems. That's true. You know? Yeah. So, anyway, uh, did you know, I found this out from a press email. We never get information from those. Yes. 
they're releasing a Commodore 64 Mini. I did know this. And it looks dumb as hell. <laughs> this site is just a ripoff of the, look, that the hand. The hand yeah. holding it. Yeah. This this doesn't look that mini, especially compared to the NES. Yeah. But, well, the Commodore 64, it's probably the same scale because the Commodore 64 is a massive console. Also, I'm pretty sure that's a full working keyboard. <laughs> yes. That's the thing. They got to fit a full keyboard on there. And that's another thing. Why would you want a mini version of a full working keyboard? I remember a few years ago they released a full size reproduction of the Commodore 64 with like USB ports and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like to keep in mind, this one has USB ports. Yes, also. this is basically a miniature version of that. Uh, high definition output to 720p via HDMI. Pixel perfect graphics at 4x3 ratio with full width CRT filters and US European display mode options. Save game function to USB ports. Plug in a USB keyboard and use the full, f- fully functional home computer with C64 Basic or add a second joystick for two-player games. So it's not a full-functioning keyboard. The keyboard keys are non-functional. Oh, okay. So then you're not going to sit there and try to... But I'd imagine some games required the keyboard. Yes. Yeah, even like to boot them. So what the hell? Also, supports software updates via uh, USB flash drive, and you can load ROMs onto it. Oh, so you have to plug in another keyboard if you want to play some of those games that require a Correct. Okay. So, all right. I admit, if you're a Commodore 64 fan... Yeah, obviously, this, this, g- is, this is pretty is not cool. for us. This is for people who grew up on the Commodore 64. However, it's, a, it's basically a PC. So... All of these games, they should just release this pack on PC. I mean, they probably have. There Who, probably is a PC. Whoever pack on this. is a Commodore 64 fan has a Raspberry Pi. <laughs> All of them have a Raspberry Pi. Bob, are you saying just forget this and get a Raspberry Pi and build a retro Pi with Commodore 64 ROMs on it? Yes. <laughs> but I'm saying release a pack, like buy. Here's a pack of Commodore 64 games to buy. Again, this is not for people who do that. This is for somebody who just wants to plug in a Commodore 64 to their computer. I will also note that I have never heard of any of these games. I've heard of California games. That's it. Oh, no, I've heard of Hunter's Moon. I've never heard of... California games, is that the... uh, That was on the NES, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, that's why I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of any of these games before. I'm looking. It's the box art's Monty Run. Have you heard of Mon- Monty on the oh, Run? You heard I've, of that? I've heard of Impossible Mission. That's a game I know of. Well, uh, not for us. No. Pretty sure. Pretty sure not for us. Uh, I think that's everything that I... Yeah, that's everything that I had. The rest is your stuff. Okay. Um, I don't know if you want to just go through some of the stuff that happened at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Real quick. All right. We'll just plow through it. San Diego Comic-Con was last week. I did a video on the Shazam and Aquaman trailers. Uh, I think they both were really, really good. Shazam looks better. Um, but Shazam looks great. Yes. And but, I do not like the DC movies. Yes. So Shazam looks great. Yeah. And pro- some, somebody tweeted at me, is that because it's funny? Yes. Yes. It's a different tone. Yes. So I think it might work. And... You know, Aquaman, it's it's much more cartoonish than I thought it was going to be. I'm trying to explain it to my coworkers. I'm like, it looks just like a cartoon. <laughs> I think that that's going to be just like the other DC movies. I don't think it's going to be as, like, 
choppy and incoherent as the other ones, even though there's a lot of crap going on. I was going to say, there's a lot of stuff in yeah. it. They have to cover a lot of ground. I know. I don't think it's going to work. Shazam, at least, is just like, hey, I'm a kid, but now I'm an adult. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a lot of stuff at San Diego Comic-Con. I'll try and plow through as much as I can. Marvel did not have a big presence this year, mainly because like, I think they're just like biding their time until next year. Oh, yeah, that's all big true. Stuff. They didn't announce anything. What they announced was like mostly TV stuff. The big thing being uh, Iron Fist Season 2 was coming, and it doesn't look terrible this time. <laughs> All right. Which is, it doesn't. Like, the, the little trailer they showed, it actually looked like an Iron Fist. I guess they don't really need... Yeah, they don't need any... They, they just they released, like, the biggest movie ever made. Yeah. So, like, they could do whatever they want. Yeah. Um, we they did, don't need comics. We did though. get to see more of the stuff from DC's um, streaming service, DC Universe. They, re- they released a price that's, like, $8 a month, which is less than Netflix. So you get original content, their back catalog, of TV be. shows and stuff, plus all these comics. Uh, we saw trailers for Young Justice Outsiders, which looks great. If you the love cartoon, that, yes. We also got a trailer for Titans, the live action show, which looks terrible. That was very bad. That oh was a my very god, bad that trailer. was a very disappointing trailer. <laughs> uh, uh, you see Pro ZD's uh, summary of it? No, you gotta see that. Oh, That's I will check that good. out. My problem with the trailer, I put this on Twitter. It's not that it's dark and gritty. It's not that, you know, Robin says F Batman or whatnot. That, that was funny. It, it's the fact that he, he shoots guys with a gun. Why the hell? And st- breaks a guy's neck. Why the hell is that Dick Grayson? That All they had to do was make that uh, Jason the Todd. other guy. Yeah, Jason yeah. Todd. All they had to do was make it Jason Todd. And it would make total sense why it's, he's like f batman let me shoot some yeah. guys i mean that would make total look, sense i know dick grayson and bruce wayne have had like a lot of like differences and like they get mad at each other a lot and robin gets pissy and leaves a lot i know that happens but dick grayson is the type of character who at his maddest would not stab a guy in the neck with his own r-shaped shuriken yeah it's not what he does jason todd on the other hand jason todd would damian wayne would Tim Drake might, but if he did, he'd feel really bad about it afterwards. <laughs> See, that was that that whole that was all dumb. That was all dumb. Um, but there was good stuff. Uh, Sci-Fi showed off their upcoming show, Deadly Cl- Deadly Class, based on the Rick Remender Image comic. That looks good. Uh, Jody Whittaker showed up as the new Doctor Who. Uh, the Her Universe clothing line had a fashion show. And they're selling a trench coat modeled after the trench coat her doctor is going to wear. So she walked down the runway wearing Ooh, it. Everybody lost their minds. That's cool. So she was really cool and like really pumped to be there. Um, what else we got? Uh, I should have I went through this. Uh, Bat Mabel says, what's wrong with DC making the Bat people just kill for no effing reason? Titans looked like exactly, you know... And like in the 90s when they tried to make everything dark and gritty and serious just by like pumping up the blood and the foul language and the violence but no substance that's exactly what this looked like they but but the bad people just don't kill people they don't that's what's wrong with yeah them. they just don't do it it's like jason todd yeah uh we got to see a full trailer for matt graney's upcoming netflix show disenchanted Oh, I didn't know you had that. Yeah, it's, um, it, I've already declared the third greatest television show of all time right behind The Simpsons and Futurama. Oh. Yes. Okay. Because I... If Matt, if Matt Groening made my first and second favorite TV shows, 
I, there's a high chance he's going to make my third. True. Uh, we got a new trailer for Voltron on Netflix, which looks great. Venture Brothers is coming back after like a 20-year hiatus. You're a big fan of Voltron. Yes. Venture I, Brothers. I like Venture Brothers. Um, not as hyped on Venture Brothers as everybody else is. It, it keeps. It like, has really good moments. It does. The problem with Venture Brothers is, is, is the fact that like they release like five episodes at a time they go away forever and then by the time they're ready to come back you forget about them my problem with venture pros is i don't realize things are funny when i'm watching them it <laughs> takes like i have yeah. to like sit on it and then i'm like oh yeah that part was funny or like if you mull over a very short clip of venture brothers and then go that is really funny yeah but like when you watch it it kind of goes like for me yeah. it goes over my head like at the first because it's so dry yeah uh star wars the clone wars is coming back after uh 10 years uh, it's going to be the last season of the show. It's going to take place closer to Revenge of the Sith. Uh, it's going to be exclusive to Disney's streaming service, which is kind of a bummer. So on that, yes, big star. Me and you, big Star Wars fans. Yes, huge Star Wars fans. Yes, me personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with these new movies that are coming out, yeah, we've realized like uh, we don't like when they touch on stuff that's already happened. We want new stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's why we like the like uh, Force Awakens, Rogue the One, Last Jedi, Rogue Shai, One, yeah, uh, like new stories with new people. We right. want so that our our own canon of the old stuff is like pretty much contained. Right. Um, that's why I never watched the Clone Wars. I never watched uh, Rebels. Rebels. I'm not. I'm not about it. And that, I, now with the new Clone Wars, not about it. Don't even care, even a little bit. From what I understand... I don't want any Anakin. <laughs> I hate Anakin. I don't want to ever see him again. Darth from, Vader, awesome. Anakin, Anakin no. leave me alone. From what I've seen of Rebels, it is very good. Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen a couple pieces of it here and there, and it is very good. Clone Wars, I've only seen the movie, which was just okay. From what I understand, season three of Rebels onward gets very good. And, like, to the point of being incredible. Everybody says these so things like, are great. I'm willing to give these shows a shot. I don't know if I'm willing to put down money for Disney's exclusive streaming service in order to do that, though. Everybody says that Clone Wars and Rebels are fantastic. Yes. Uh, I just don't want, even want to be bothered right. with those Which is, characters. Which is understandable because it's a lot of Star Wars to take in. And spoiler alert for Solo, like, there's a big moment that ties into Clone Wars and Rebels. Yeah. That, like, if you don't know that, it's going to confuse you. Well, if you only have seen the Star Wars movies and that one character appears at the end of Solo, you're going to be like, how is that character here? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, yeah. Well, you... I know about the moment in Rebels, and I'm still like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's still, you know? Well, because that character appeared in Clone Wars. Yeah, but, yeah. St- like, I know about that, but I'm still like, what the hell is he doing here? Right. You know? Like, I, it still doesn't make sense. Right. I still liked it. I thought it was a cool yeah. moment. I was down with it. But, um, yeah, I'm saying it doesn't make, I'm saying it probably doesn't make sense either way. Yeah. You know? Everybody in the theater when that happened was like, what the hell? Yeah. Because I'd assume most people don't watch those cartoons. Yeah. Most of the people yeah, in exactly. that theater. Yeah. Yeah. But, all right. Keep going. Sony showed off uh, Venom and uh, Into the Spider Verse stuff. Didn't release it to the public, so I don't care. But apparently, 
the most important news of all, John Mulaney will be playing the spectacular Spider-Ham in Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. And Nick Cage. As Spider-Man Noir. Yes. So this is the best Spider-Man movie of all time. This is going to be a very good Spider-Man movie. Yes. That's going to be great. I'm very excited for it. Uh, All right. Hush is getting an animated movie. Also, wait. Back up. In the Spider-Man game. Yes. Is that Miles Morales? Yes. It is. It's straight yes. up is, it Miles, is Miles Morales. Because yeah. they don't say it in the trailer. He's in the trailer, but they don't say Not it. Not that trailer. One of the older trailers. They say it. They say oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then who's the girl? Is that Gwen? I think that's Mary Jane. Okay. Wait. In Into the Spider-Verse trailer. No, 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 no. We're not talking about in the game. Spider- I'm talking about the game. Yeah, no. She has red hair. That's Mary Jane. They, he says her name, and it's not Mary or Jane. Oh, no. Wait. I think it's that cop girl whose name I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. So Miles Morales is in the game. Miles Morales is in the game. I know Mary Jane is in the game. So, Spider-Man canon. Is this 616 Spider-Man? In this PS4. In PS4, yeah. And where is, what the hell is Miles, isn't Miles Morales like in 616, but he's like not? Okay. From my understanding, the Spider-Man PS4 takes place in a separate universe because they're doing another Spider-Verse event and that in Spider-Man PS4 is a separate Spider-Man. Okay, so we, we don't know anything about this Miles Morales. Yes, or correct. All right, forget I said anything. Moving on. Okay. Um, Wait, also, Kessor, or whatever the hell his name is, says Spider-Gwen is not Mary Jane. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. All right, continue. All right. Uh, f- DC News. Hush is getting a direct-to-video anim- uh, animated feature. It's going to be released in two parts, which they've been doing now, apparently for their big releases. I put on Twitter, I'm nervous because on the one hand, I don't like, you know, their current direct-to-video animated universe. Like, the aesthetic is too, is very New 52. I don't like Jason O'Mara as Batman. Like, I hope they bring back Kevin Conroy or Bruce Greenwood or Roger, Roger Craig Smith to do it. On the other hand, it's a Hush animated movie. That's great. Hush was the first book that got me into comics. Yes. Uh, I'm not into comics right now. I haven't read anything in a long time. There's some good stuff. My bro, my, I had I had my I had my time with comics. Yeah. You know? And Hush is what got me in. Yeah. So Hush is great. So that might be good. Yeah. Mel Cam Cherokee hasn't paid me to tell him what I thought today. So I read this. Hope he's okay. Today. Yeah. <laughs> um. So there's that Aquaman Shazam we talked about. They showed off Wonder Woman '84 stuff, but they didn't release it. Uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. We got a new trailer for that. That looks great. That looks beautiful. Godzilla, the last Godzilla movie was great. Yes. Uh, this looks also yes. awesome. I, I hope there's more monster fighting in it. Especially no, 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 no. I hope not. <laughs> I'm super into the boots on the ground stuff. Yeah, no, that's I like cool. seeing the disaster that happens because but of Godzilla. The reason why I say that is because it's not just Godzilla. It's also Mothra, Rodan, and King Ghidorah mm-hmm. are now in this movie. I want to see them all beat the crap out of each other. <laughs> I want to see the destruction left. I'm sure you know? we'll get that too. There was that. There was Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald. Don't care. Nobody cares. I do want to touch on. Did you hear about the Johnny Depp thing that happened? No, didn't his like ex wasn't his ex wife so or happened, girlfriend or something? Well, in the first, room? first, what they did was they they prodded out Johnny Depp dressed as Grindelwald to do like a speech. Nobody was into it because everybody hates Johnny Depp. I didn't know that. And the panel right after that was Aquaman and his ex-wife, Amber Heard, who's in Aquaman, 
is was there watching him do that and they had a very nasty divorce because he would throw things at her all right johnny depp is a bad person <laughs> so again at uh bumblebee they showed off new bumblebee footage apparently people are really excited for that movie um stop in fairness <laughs> it doesn't look anything like the bay transformer movies it looks like an actual film i'm done yeah, no, I, I, I tapped out very yeah. early on Transformers movies. Uh, they showed off more Halloween stuff, which I'm really excited for. They showed off um, Glass, the follow-up to M. Night Shyamalan's Unbreakable and Split. That makes me want to watch Split. It makes me want to watch Unbreakable and Split. Because, like, now I need to know. Like, this whole superhero universe that, like... Have has... you never seen Unbreakable? No. I don't know where I saw it, but I saw it. It was good. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It's like there's this whole like superhero universe that like came in under our noses out of nowhere. And it's now back and it's a big deal. Yeah. So. And then keep going. They showed off new footage from The Predator that's coming out that I'm going to see even though I don't think I've seen, I've seen the Predator. The Predator looks awful. Yeah. That movie looks terrible. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Not, not honestly. Uh and then there was a whole bunch of comic stuff. There were the Eisner Awards, a lot of good books, won awards. Um, we got we got glimpses at DC's Black Label, which is like their more not their more mature line, but it's basically they give top talent the keys to the kingdom and say do whatever you want, we don't care. Um, uh, Grant Morrison and Liam Sharp are going to do a new Green Lantern series in the DC universe. Like, Grant Morrison's taking over the, the Green Lantern comics, so that's going to be insane and make no sense. Um, DC also announced the Young Adults line. Um, there was one other DC thing. Oh, and they talked a lot about Heroes in Crisis, Tom King's new miniseries, which is basically about the sanctuary, which is where the superheroes go if they need counseling. And people get shot up in it. <laughs> so there's a <laughs> whole right. big murder mystery about... Uh, their, the superhero's safe place is now in danger. Interesting. That sounds horrifying and awesome. I can't wait for that. And that's Comic Con 2018. AJ says, I saw Split. Never saw Unbreakable. That's weird. Yeah. You probably did not enjoy Split then. Well, from what I understand, <laughs> the connection to Unbreakable is at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, like, if you didn't see Unbreakable, you won't get that reference, but, like, you ask somebody about it and they'll tell you. Spoilers for Unbreakable. The whole comic book aspect is a twist at the end. Yeah. So, like, that's already ruined mm -hmm. by all of this. All of this ruins that. So yeah. go, you're going to go into Unbreakable knowing that already. Yeah. And, it's, yeah. and you're going to go into, if you haven't seen Split, you're, which I haven't, you're going to go into Split knowing the setup for Glass. So. Yeah, that's true. All right. All right. And there's, you got two more things. I got two more things right here. All right, Bob, I know how big of a wrestling fan you are. Yep. So You know it. I know you're going to get the... WWE 2K19 Woo! edition. Sorry, headphone listeners. <laughs> um, How else am I supposed to pronounce that? You're right. You're right. It is W-O-O-O-O-O exclamation point edition. Yes. Um, so I just think this is really fancy. I'm not going to get this because, you know, wrestling games has not been good recently. And it won't be for the Switch. It won't be for the Switch. But, I mean, just look at this. Look at that artwork. Look at that box. Look at all the stuff it comes with. So the WWE 2K19 Woo! edition oh contains a uh, deluxe edition version of the game. So that includes the season pass and all the pre-order bonuses and all that stuff. Um, that includes Hall of Famers like Roddy Piper, Dusty Rose, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat. 
um, an exclusive playable arena. Uh, you play as uh, pre-order characters Ronda Rousey and Rey Mysterio. Uh, exclusive premium packaging. Again, look at that box. <laughs> Uh, exclusive and individually numbered WWE Hall of Fame replica ring, which is there it is right there. Yeah, an exclusive Nature Boy in style Funko Pop figure. They're calling that the styling and profiling variant of Ric Flair. Uh, all right. A Fanatics limited edition commemorative plaque featuring fabric piece from Ric Flair's iconic pink or purple robe. So every copy of the deluxe edition gets a piece of Ric Flair's robe in it. This is this is so stupid. <laughs> this is the most cartoonish thing I have ever seen for a special edition. And only the nature boy, Ric Flair. Is, is there a price? It's probably, it's a hundred and something dollars. It's not worth it, but it's totally worth it. Yeah, it's $130 US and there's limited to 30,000 copies. Xbox One and PS4 only. Yeah, because it's not coming out for the Switch. Yeah, but there you go. Don't spend that money unless you hate money. <laughs> also, you have here Tom Cruise personally asked Rob Liefeld to design Mission Impossible. Yeah, so I saw this today. Apparently, because Mission Impossible Fallout is coming out this week. I'm very excited. The Mission Impossible movies are all good, even to fight me. I want to see them. I bought the box set because I still hadn't seen five, and I loved all the other ones, so I'm like, just buy it. So I'm all caught up. Um, but apparently in 1996, Marvel got the rights to do uh, Mission Impossible comic, and Tom Cruise apparently personally asked Rob Liefeld to create the cover art for it. Oh, so this isn't the new... No, this isn't oh. the new one. This is the, from the original... Mission Impossible okay. from 96. It sure looks like Liefeld. Now, Bob, I want to get your opinion as an artist. You know it. Please tell me what you think of Rob Liefeld's interpretation of Tom Cruise's Ethan Hunt. I think those are the widest hips <laughs> a person could ever have. Yes. <laughs> this is, a, this is a, an anatomical anomaly. Yeah. Ethan Hunt could pass a baby that is, that, like is, that is about babies. 10 years old Yeah, through those hips. I mean, we all joke about how Rob Liefeld can't draw feet, but the arms start as tree trunks, and then as you go down, if they become his legs are like sticks, like tiny branches. Well, that's foreshortening. That's but as the rules of foreshortening... <laughs> His shoulders and his biceps should also be smaller than his wrists. Yes. And they are not. They are not. So they are also massive. Yes. But my biggest problem is his hips. Because yeah. for shortening, things are supposed to get smaller as they get right. small. Especially because his ankles are so tiny. So that's really hard perspective. Yeah. His hips are massive. Yeah. His ass is huge. Yeah. And there, there's even a letter with official Tom Cruise station, uh, station Harry on it. And I have to read it like this because he printed it sideways <laughs> on his Instagram page. From Tom Cruise. Dear Rob, it was great seeing you as well. Again, I want to tell you what a terrific job Paula and I think you did with the MI comic book cover. It smokes. Thank, thank you for the <laughs> toys and the comic books. My kids will no doubt have a ball with them. I look forward to seeing you again soon. Warm, warmly, Tom. I guarantee he'd never read this. <laughs> and more on this cover. 
You got the explosion in the background. Yes. Random things explode. There's no sense of composition at all. Yeah. There's the placement is in, it's just completely random. Mm-hmm. Liefeld is a madman. Yes. Uh, but that was the '90s. Yes, that very much was the '90s. Uh, that's it. That is it. Except for the tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. This one's a very special tweet of the week because this is <clears throat> from Sean Murray. Yes, who made No Man's Sky. He sure did. Uh, this he he quote tweeted PC Gamer who said two years after its launch, there's hype for No Man's Sky again. And Sean Murray quote tweeted and just wrote, "Oh, oh no." no. <laughs> Wait, what's that? Oh no. Oh no. I thought this was the funniest thing. Yeah. Because it just says, he just wrote, oh no. Yeah. All lowercase, no period. Yeah. And this is the first thing I saw from him in years. Yeah. Because he, you know, he's like, was ashamed because his, he went dark after No Man's the Guy came out because everyone was mad at him. Everyone was mad at the game because it wasn't what they wanted it to be. But now people are stoked about this new expansion. Yes. This new expansion is coming to Xbox One. You know, there's all these new things you can do with No Man's Sky. So, I haven't played it. Me I haven't either. even heard anything about it. I haven't looked into it. All really. I know is that people are, like, into it again. I saw the trailer. It looks cool. Yeah. I think now people have expectations. Yeah. So, they're more managed. Before, people were not... Watch my video. Will No Man's Sky suck? Because I explain. People are gonna... And I... That was another thing I correctly predicted. Will, yeah. That people were gonna be disappointed because they have no idea what this game is going to be like. Yep. Hashtag Bob was right. Bob was right. I'm not right about many things. Nope. Uh, Sm- Smoke Jaguar says Rob Liefeld should be should have designed the new Wolf Den logo and Wolf Den apparel. I, I would be okay with that. I'd be interested in seeing what <laughs> yeah. that would look like. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, that's everything. So yes. now we will talk. To- oh, no. I also have to mention uh we pulled the winner for the Hori fight stick. That guy right there. Yep. That Will's Will. It's got authentic Will Wolf DNA on it. You uh, can clone me. Christian C. I emailed him. He already knows he won. Nice. Congratulations. People like to just know who won. Yeah. Even though I emailed the person anyway. So I don't. I don't. Just so you know, I'm not pulling a. Uh, what's his name? Right scum. Yeah. And just not doing the contest. Anyway, now is when we talk to you guys. Yes. Uh, as always, you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag WolfDenLive. If you left a comment on last week's WolfDenLive, now is the time when we will answer it. And, of course, guys, if you are watching us live right now, uh, start asking your questions because we will get to it when we're done with everybody else. Uh, last week's WolfDenLive, those comments, pulled by Lethal Storm because Fred is in Ireland. Ah. Uh, GK Dope-esque says, Will... You were supposed to give us an update on the Switch grip from episode 132. What gives? Oh, the... You actually brought it last week, I think. Yeah, because they give an update the on skull. it. The skull. Yeah, the skull something. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so an update on that. I like how there's like two different sizes of grips. Like you, you can increase... Skull and company. Skull and company, yeah. You can increase um, the the, um, the actual handles of it. You can make them like a little bit bigger or smaller. I like them actually bigger because like I get more grip on them. Uh, f- using the Satisfy grip though with the offset right stick, now I'm used to that. 
So like going back to the old fashioned kind of grip, you know, it's kind of like just using the switch without a grip where your thumbs are placed. So that was like, you know, having to readjust to that. I like the case yeah, that's big say. enough for not only the grip, but my charger. Ooh. A lot of these. Oh. 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 Man down. <laughs> there goes the light. Hopefully not the wall. Yeah. So like a lot of these switch cases like this, there's not really a lot of room for the charger to go in there once the right. switch is in here. That's that's my preference is, is tiny cases. Right. Mine too. But I, but if it's a portable system and you need to find a place to put the power well, source if you have the it. grips, yeah. there's room there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that Skull, that skull & Company grip uh, case is perfect for that. Satisfy supposedly making a case that'll fit the grip. Yeah. So uh, they got to get on that. Yeah. Because that's the biggest draw for the Skull and Company one is because it comes with a case yes. that you put the grip in. So that's what I have to say on that. It's a good. It's a good grip. I like how there's multiple sizes. Um, I like the case that it comes with the case. Um, I don't know if it would be my main grip for the Switch because I still like the Satisfy one. But you know, if somebody asks me if I recommend it, I recommend it. Uh, Trevor Grover says Octopath Traveler's success surprised you the art style alone all really drew people to the game an old school style RPG from Square will always draw attention the art style when I first when I saw the first Octopath Traveler stuff at the first launch of the freaking Switch I was like what is this yeah. I was not into that art style at all it is a very different art style but again we're not RPG people we're not Specifically, we're not JRPG people. Yeah, so this is a complete... That's a whole different breed of RPG. Yeah, so we're not in this world. Yeah. Anime is another thing. Like, if it looks anime-ish, I'm like, cool, that looks cool. You yeah. Know? But, like, this didn't. Uh, Owen Douglas, why do you always say that the N64 Classic would be hard to put together? Unless you mean that it would be difficult to get the rare games or other third parties... You can play N64 games on the other two classic consoles if you hack them. That is exactly what we're saying. Yeah. It'd be hard to get the licenses for all of the games. Well, no, even too, like in cases of uh, emulation, like N64 emulation on like PC isn't as good as like SNES or NES emulation. Yes. The cores are very hard to screw around with. Yes. That's, that's what we're getting at. Like, yeah, Nintendo. That's not what I'm getting at. My main concern, That's what I was getting at. My main concern for the N64 Classic is the licensing. Is that it would be very difficult to license right. all of the good stuff. I'm with you on the licensing, but also, too, I think emulation would be an issue. Okay. Because, like, I have N64 games on here, and they don't run well. Yeah. On my emulator. It's, it's a pain. If you've watched me try to play uh, Mario 64, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, or, no, that ROM hack. I tried to play the Ocarina of Time ROM hack. Oh, yeah. It's Super Mario... It's a Mario ROM hack to make it Ocarina of Time. They put yeah. Ocarina of Time in Mario 64. Um, it runs like crap. Owen Douglas... What, oh, no, I read that one. Uh, Shaken Ninja Fada. Nintendo is doing something. They ban the console online access. You can check the report of the ban... In GBA Temp, the method used to play modded game get you banned 100% of the time. It takes some time because of the thousands of log to analyze second thing. Okay. It's Nintendo fault 
not having the server confirm damage slash position, etc., and let the client dictate the game. And Nintendo should check uh, CRC of the client. So he's just explaining all of the uh, technical the reasons. The things Nintendo or yeah. Why you can uh, hack stuff in Splatoon. Why you can hack online play in Splatoon. Yes. Which, by the way, we'll be playing on Sunday with viewers. Um, and I don't understand any of what he just said. <laughs> uh, bright, shiny shadow. Split is kind of a villain-centered movie where you still fear him and he and think he is a bad guy. That, last week we were talking yeah. about... Uh, Comic book movies, like now that the Joker's origin solo movie, whatever, is greenlit, any other villains that you want to see get a movie? And I said none. Yeah. Um, well, Split is different because, from what I understand, you're not meant to sympathize with him in any way. Yeah, he might be the main character, but like, you, it's clear that your emotions lie with the people he's kidnapped with. Well, that's... That, the point is, can you make a, mo- a movie based on a villain? And we can already say that we can, because there are movies like yeah. that. But we were trying to think of a, a comic book character yeah. who can be the main character, yeah. but I mean, is a villain. Technically, Thanos was, but it was clear he was the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's how you do it. It has to be clear that he's the bad guy. Or right. it doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. the Punisher's a bad guy in some aspects. But a lot of the times when they do that, like, you look at somebody like Venom or Harley Quinn, you know, characters that started out as, like, villains, the second they get their own ongoing title, they're heroes. And they can never go back to being true villains ever again. Right. Trevor Grover. I disagree with Will. Here you go. Get, get, your, get your boxing gloves on. Villains should have sympathetic motivations, but their actions shouldn't be as easy to sympathize with. I'm sure there's some villains that could work in a movie. Not all villains should have sympathetic motivations. Like, if, you, if you're watching a Batman movie and all of a sudden you find out the reason why the Joker is the way he is is because he's, he's trying to raise money for his, his mother's hospital bills or whatever. That's not the Joker. Yeah. Like, that's not the Joker at all. I'm fine with villains having sympathetic motivations because some it, it's cool to have villains that are in like a weird gray area, right? Like but, a lot of Star Wars villains like that. Yeah, but not every villain needs that. Yeah, I I I, I yeah. agree. Like people like like uh, well, we like, even said this last week. The Joker in the Dark Knight, you you're kind of rooting for him a little bit because you're like he's a ridiculous psychopath, but he's like his chaos is necessary. No, his chaos is too much. His chaos is clearly ruining the lives of those around him, and he wants to yeah, ruin the like, lives of those around him. Yeah, but like taking the money and him. burning it, it's like, dude, that's awesome. It, it's an <laughs> awesome moment, but that. But then the next thing he does is he he wants one person dead, and he's inciting the entire city yeah, to do okay, it. Okay, that's, that's that's too dead. much. Two scenes later, he's trying to get two different boats to blow each other up. And if they don't, he's gonna do it. But you have to have a little he, bit of respect for the for the uh, for his motivation, just to have, just to cause chaos. No, like <laughs> you you can't like that throws the world into disarray. We've seen what happens when you know the world goes into chaos. It's Dark Knight Rises when yeah the bridges are blown out. Yeah, you know that's not. He's good. basically just proving a point. Right, and like look at how easily I can destroy everything. Yeah, and it's. 
And it's up to people like Batman and Harvey Dent pre, you know, scarring to prove that, like, you know, the normal way of life works, pretty much. How, I'm just saying that he's not something anybody would ever want to be. Right. But you can understand where he's coming from. So you sympathize with it, but I mean, you still no, no. Win. There, there's understanding where you he's agreed com- with me last week. No, don't I didn't. pretend. I don't like no, this. there's understanding where he's coming from and sympathizing are two different things. <laughs> not really. Yeah, you're not agreeing with it. You could just see where he's. Co- I could see where you're coming from. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, I can see where Thanos is coming from, but I don't sympathize with him. What's the definition of sympathize? <laughs> It's not the definition of beleaguered. Feel or express sympathy. Uh, does that answer it for you well? <laughs> Agree with a sentiment or opinion. Yeah. I don't. Well, you agree with the sentiment. I don't. He just wants to cause chaos. Have you never just wanted to cause chaos? No, because I'm a normal human being. No, sometimes you're like, you're like, let's just see what happens. You know, when you. Uh, yeah, not okay. Maybe not at the same scale. Not at the grand scale that he does. You know, I've never wanted to start a gang war. That's right. Well, I, I said he, I, he's too extreme. Yeah. But, like, you know, you're like, oh, okay, he's just trying to find the flaw in things and, you know, he's like, But things. he's taking it, like, when you no, realize he's taking it too far, that's when your brain needs to go, so, oh, somebody needs to stop him. This Same is getting thing with dangerous. Thanos. Thanos just wants to help. He's right. just doing it in the wrong way. Exactly. <laughs> um,. Caloric says, did Bob really have to Google sympathize? Yes. Did you know exactly what the definition was? I bet you didn't. Uh, oh, here he goes, baby. He's, he's alive. Okay, I'm sure. Oh, my Super man. Chat. Thoughts of the Ted Comics 985 and Flash 51. It's great to have Bart Allen back. It is great to have Bart Allen back, but he wasn't in Flash 51. <laughs> Flash 51 was basically a cool down from the last few issues um, of the Flash War. It was basically like Wally West trying to come off of his anger of... Um, you know, trying to find his kids and his wife again. Um, it was all right. It was definitely an epilogue, and I think next issue is going to be the proper, you know, next issue of, like, the, ne- the next jump-off point for whatever The Flash is leading into. And I am not reading Detective, although if you keep paying me, I think I should. <laughs> we need to plow through There's the... a new... Sorry, I'll just say it. There's a new uh, creative team coming to Detective. I'll start reading when... I think it's... Peter Tomasi. I'll start reading when he jumps on. We need to plow through the hashtag Wolf Den. Yeah, Jesus Muhammad Christ. Muhammad Hader from four days ago. Uh, Wolf Den branded wolves. Wolf Den branded dens. I have lots of merch ideas. Call me. Okay. Uh, Mika Holland with a triple threat here. Yeah. Have you guys seen the new update for No Man's Sky? It's fantastic. I have the base first release version and had some fun, but this update is like a whole new game. I know I, it got a, crap, a bunch of crap at launch, but I think people forget that it's an indie game made by 12 people and i know for sure but and i don't know for sure but i do know no sony was calling a lot of the shots with the with when to release rather than delaying the game for two years so i say to anyone who was excited when the first saw the reveal it is that game now and it's awesome uh he also says and i know for sure but he, I do, he said the same tweet twice. Oh, okay. I was going to read it again. Um, um, I also have to check out Mika's trail. Yes. Um, Jay, we were talking about the four with No Man's Sky. Um, he has a point, though, because Sony was really backing that game hard when it was first came out. They might have put money in it. 
Sony had a lot of problems. They did put money yeah. in. Yeah. Sony has a lot made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. Especially with the trailer that was like pushing it as the game that it wasn't. Yeah. Sean Murray also made a lot of mistakes because yes. he said things that were not true and he knew that they weren't. He was just he was just saying, "Yeah, we'll do that." Yeah, and he didn't he didn't know that they could do that. Um but I don't think you can say that it's the game that everybody expected. It's the game that everybody expects now. Yes. But the game that everybody expected back then doesn't exist. Yes. They were ex- their people's expectations were wildly out of line. Yeah. And it's not their fault. It's because of the marketing and because of Sean Murray. Yeah. So that's that. But I am interested in jumping back into it because yeah. I did like what I played right. because my expectations were managed. I knew this was just a freaking indie game. Yeah. You know. It shouldn't have been sixty dollars though. It should have been thirty, yeah. and then everybody's expectations would have been managed. Last. Hashtag Wolfden Live Augustine says, It's been a while since I'm watching you guys live. What do you expect from DC if Shazam does as good as an MCU movie? I don't think it will. I mean, I think... Uh, I think it'll do good. I mean, what, is, what do you mean by does good like, like an MCU movie? Because uh, of the Avengers movies and the Captain America movies and the Iron Man movies do different numbers than Thor, than Ant-Man, than even Spider-Man. I think he's saying as good as... I guess he's saying it, it's received well. I think that's what he's pretty much saying. Uh, f- I think if, if Shazam does well, I think you can expect to see the rest of DC's movies go that route. I think that they're going to try to make it lighthearted and campy, other movies. Yeah. I think Aquaman's already kind of doing that. Yeah. That trailer was very upbeat. It was, it was, like I keep saying, it is a cartoon through and through. Yeah, so I don't think it's going to be good. I think if Shazam does good, yeah, they're going to do the wrong thing with all their other movies. Yeah, because that's what they do. It's like yeah. the Dark Knight did great, so every every movie had to be dark and gritty and dour, yeah. regardless of character. LKM Cherokee hits you with another one. Thoughts on Doomsday Clock 6? I did read that. It was very sad, because you learned the backstory of Marionette and Mime. It was very sad. I haven't read any of those, and I want to. They're, they're, all, they're very good so far. The problem with Doomsday Clock is it's by bi-monthly so it's every other month it comes out and the the pace is killing me mm. it's yeah. so slow i'll the, just the get book the is a trade. slow burn as it is but oh my god like i won't fault you if you wait if you trade weight on zooms like hawk marco with five hard american dollars Caloric foil is going to lose it if you guys don't talk about James Gunn. I saw him commenting every once in a while. You got to cool it. Yeah, he said, I'm going to spam the chat if you don't talk about James Gunn. Also, thank you for paying money for him. Yeah. Uh, what about him? James Gunn was recently fired from Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Why um, didn't we? T- why aren't we talking about Because I don't want to talk about this. It's so sad. It is very sad. Because very sad. Uh, he, he... I tweeted one of his tweets. Yeah. I don't think he's, anything he said was, was bad. A lot of people are saying... Yeah, they're not funny jokes, but they're still jokes. Some of them were funny. The one you posted specifically was funny. That was funny. A lot of the stuff about kids wasn't funny. No, but like... Well, okay. Some of them were because they were so extreme that... Of course he doesn't think that. They were jokes. That's why they were jokes. The point... the, The fact of the matter is those were jokes that happened... Years ago. Yeah, some 10 years ago. Yeah, okay, granted, he was a, a grown-ass adult in his 40s making those jokes. He should have he been smarter about it. But he, he's clearly come a long way since then. He's clearly evolved and changed as a person. 
So the jokes of like 10 years ago should not reflect the man who he is now. I guarantee you, this, the stuff we've said 10 years ago, you would not want to watch this show if you knew some of the stuff. I don't like this world that we're in now where one person could be like, I don't like this guy. Let's post his old tweets and get him fired. The worst part about it is the guy who brought those tweets to light doesn't give a crap about the tweets that James Gunn posted. Wasn't he a He's presumed a- pedophile? The guy who posted them? I think so. Yeah. He's made the he's made comments just as bad, if not worse, about that James Gunn did. You know, he he's one of those guys who said Pizzagate was a thing, and that's the thing that's the whole thing where he said, Oh, there's a Hillary Clinton's running a pedophile ring in a pizzeria. Yeah. Somebody went to the pizzeria and killed people because of that, because of him. So you you know he doesn't care about what James Gunn you know, said 10 years ago. He only said it because he doesn't like James Gunn's politics. Yeah. So, and I mean, he, yeah, and he got yeah, freaking so, fired. So that that's what bothers me about and it's it. It's not like Guardians of the Galaxy is like uh, like a like a rated G movie. No, you know? but it, I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy is much lighthearted than like Slither or Super or the trauma stuff James Gunn did in the past. Like James Gunn used to do a lot of like hard R stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, he has become more family-friendly, friendly, especially with uh, Guardians. Like, yeah. he's clearly a different person now than he was back then. But this, this person who, you know, brought these tweets to light does not care about that. He only wanted to get James Gunn fired because he doesn't like James Gunn's politics. Yeah, and now, and, now and now they did it. They did it. And now the same thing's happening with Dan Harmon, co-created Rick and Morty. But Adult Swim don't give no crap. Yeah, Adult Swim's like, yeah, we know what he did in the past is wrong. He's not that person anymore. He's still working for us. Adult Swim also is they're a completely different type of company. Yeah. They don't they they're it's just they know a joke's a joke. Yeah. And they're pretty racy anyway. Yeah. So they can get away with that kind of stuff. Yeah. So All right. That's all I'll say on that. Uh Patrinko says he's a bad guy, but he was fed not accused of pedophilia. I don't know what that means. That's kind of a big thing to just toss out there, LOL. He, but he was fed, not accused of pedophilia? I think it, it, basically what he's trying to say is he's the guy who accused James Gunn was not accused of pedophilia. I thought he... Well, I'm just, I'm just saying what I heard. Yeah. Which is also not good. Yeah. <laughs> I should not be doing that. All I know is but that... But who cares? He's still a crappy person. Yes, he's still a garbage <laughs> human being. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he was... He he was what what did I say? I didn't did I say accused of pedophilia? Yeah. I thought I said he was uh I don't know. I did say something about pedophilia. Yeah. Uh Clark says I bet Disney was waiting for a reason to fire him. This was not this no, was not because that Disney knew about those jokes for a long time. Apparently like oh, they, yeah, they it, came to light in twenty twelve when he started working on Guardians. Yeah. And he apologized for it then. Yeah, but now we're in a time where people just do whatever the hell, you know? Yeah. Like, people feel like they need to act. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I don't, again, I don't like how somebody can be like, I don't like this guy. Let's get him fired or ruin his life. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like the mob mentality. And in this case, in James Gunn's case, the mob was on his side. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. All right, we tr- we're trying to get a couple of yeah. more messages so we can get the hell out of here because it's already eleven o'clock. Um, Tommy Timothy says, "I want a Switch Mario Maker." Damn it! I've been saying that for for since before the Switch even came out. Crispy X also says he wants Mario Maker. Everybody wants Mario Maker. 
JW says you missed the emulators and ROMs. You should go back to the beginning of the of the episode. Uh, uh, Dean says you make a good point though. It just seems wrong that you can dig up a person's past jokes and get them out of a job. Yes, you should have people should have no bearing on somebody's employment status. You know. Yeah. Unless I mean, unless it directly impacts their employment. Yeah, like, I mean, know? I understand, like, a company might not want to hire somebody who, like, makes obscene comments online, but obscene comments from a decade ago, like, people have changed and evolved. Hopefully, if you can clearly see that the person they are now is not the same person they were 10 years ago, hmm. you know, that should not have a bearing on hiring process. Mark Murphy says, Bob, what's the deal? What's your deal for the thumbnail? Uh, I think you're asking so i i usually do the stream on twitch.tv slash bob wolf yes i am doing it today i am go- gonna stop doing them though so i have three weeks left so this week yeah. is one and then i got two more and i'm giving everybody time for their subs to run out on that twitch account and then i'm gonna stop doing them i'm still gonna draw the thumbnails but i'm just not gonna stream myself doing it uh execute 66 is any good any suggestions for a good manga bob and or will i've only ever really read trigon yeah, I, I, I usually, because the only ones I've read is uh, Trigon, um, Osama Tezuka's uh, Phoenix series, specifically Karma, is very good. Um, and this is one book called The Devil and Mr. Blues. It's all about how the blues musician Robert Johnson sold his soul to the devil. Check those out. Eden says, I want a Mega Man maker. That exists. Yes. Not in official capacity, Correct. but uh, on PC, you can get it. Uh, I'm going to read one more. Grimhane, thoughts on Amazon Prime's wishlist feature now apparently showing people where you live. What? No, 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 no. What? No, 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 no. I, I'm going to... What? I'm going to fix that right now. I don't want... What? I that Okay, I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. Because that's not cool. No. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolfden Live is every single Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolfden. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up the next day on Thursday as an archive version for you to watch on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do so. We put this up as an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. If you listen to us on any of those platforms, be sure to subscribe Rate us and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Jake Gamer says, I want a Sonic Maker. That's something somebody's making. Yes. You can see videos of that. Doesn't look as good as the other ones. Yeah. Uh, Dean Cuddy, five uh, scruples. Uh, love your channel, guys. Longtime lurker. Figured it was finally time to give you some love in the form of money. Thank you Thank very you. much. That's the best kind of love. Now, I'm going to wrap it up here with so. If you have, if you're a, subscribed to the Game Theorists, yes. you might have seen a video today where uh, uh, somebody we had the pleasure of meeting and hanging out with at E3, uh, Ronnie Ani Edwards, uh, has passed away, which is why we saved this for the end because it's yeah. very sad, um, and we're just learning about it now. Uh, we just met him. Yeah, we met him like six weeks ago. And thanks to Dan, we yeah. were able to hang out with him, uh, and. So we wanted to close this out with a video of when me, you, Dan, and Ronnie went and uh, 
did karaoke together. Yes. And this is Ronnie singing uh, What a Wonderful World. It's going to go from this and then to a hard cut of the goodbye screen. So yeah. it's going to be very awkward. But goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.